Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome to Partners in Crit, which is our podcast. Yeah. My name is Gibby. My name is Miles. And we are a couple who play D&D together. Uh, we're both actors beginning in the film and industry, film and television industry, and we love D&D for all the like amazing stories that get played out through a campaign. And um, we play the fifth edition. Mm-hmm. I've been playing for a couple of years. Uh, I've been playing for a little longer, a few years. Yeah, longer than longer than me. Um, I I'd say you've DM'd more than I have. I what, the thing that I DM'd took so long in between each like session just because of things yeah. matching up. Well, so okay, if... well, getting people together to play D anD D, which is kind of part of why we're doing this podcast, is. Yeah. It's hard to get people together, and we live together, so... Yeah, my my DMing was very much trying to get back on track, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So we do live in an apartment building. Yeah, lots of, lots of ambiance, I guess you could say. Um, lots of noise. You may hear some in the background during our recording. Hopefully, we will eventually be able to get better equipment so that you won't be able to hear anything in the background. Um, but as it is right now, you can. So yeah. So I guess I'll explain the idea for this podcast, or do you want to explain? I'll, I'll give it to you. All right. Um, so the format is each podcast episode, we will feature a different one shot written by one of us to be played by the other. These are one-shots that are meant to last one or two episodes. The player will create a character that will act like the basis for the one-shot. The character's background or current situation are created by the player, and the dungeon master has to take all of that information and write a short-ish adventure for them. For example, this episode features a character that Miles made in a story I wrote for the character based on the backstory he gave me. Mm-hmm. So, very sweet, very simple. Um, and I have a feeling it will inspire some pretty cool stories. So we are very excited to be doing this. Very excited. One other thing (laughs) before we get started. Um, I want to give like a huge shout out to our friend Emma Cole, who not only came up with the name Partners in Crit, um, because we are not title savvy and she completely 100% is. She also created our fantastic cover art. Um, so thank you, Emma. Thank you so much. It was an absolute shock to see, like, the quality that went into it, and it fits so well. Yeah, she really got our likeness and the idea that we wanted. So thank you so much, Emma. Emma is a fabulous writer, and you can check out her work on her website. Her website is emmacharlottecole.com. That's E-M-M-A-C-H-A-R. L-O-T-T-E-C-O-L-E dot com. And I'm also going to link her website in this show's notes. So please go check out her work. She's amazing. And she's brilliant. Yeah, she was she was actually my uh, my first DM. And um, yeah. thank you for putting up with so many uh, shenanigans. Yeah. She's, um, she's, she's pretty amazing. So... Let's talk about the synopsis for this episode. The So you ready, Mo? This is all new information. I have not been allowed. No, 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 no. This is none of what I'm about to say is new information for you. Because oh. this is, I'm just explaining a little bit about the story. Okay. Yeah. 
um, which Miles came up with the backstory for his character. So, the half Azamar farmer Silas Remit's days of peace and love are rudely interrupted when his wife Remy seemingly up and leaves without a trace. Years later, now living a hermit-like lifestyle with his robotic farm assistant Anthony, Silas's farm is destroyed by an unknown creature resembling his former lover a little too much. Armed with only the belief that the truth is out there somewhere, Silas packs his bags and heads out to face the world and find the creature that took everything he had left. All right. Want to talk about Silas a little bit? Yeah. So, um, Silas Remit is a, a fifth level artificer, um, background of a hermit. Uh, he is a half Azamar. Um, he's about six feet tall, about 140 years old. He's... He's kind of yeah. old, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got about, like, a solid 20 years left. Um, <laughs> but he lives a farming lifestyle, so he's probably got more than that. He's a pretty, pretty, like, he's hard good, stock stuff guy. He's in good health. Yes. <laughs> um, because of the, um, the attack from the monster, um, he would have two, like, golden yellow eyes... But one of them was ripped out, so he has one golden eye, one cybernetic eye, and then he also has, like, an entire cybernetic left arm. Mm-hmm. He's Things a that cool he was dude. able to cobble together afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. pretty good. And then, uh, should I explain Anthony? Yes, please tell them okay. about Anthony. This is my favorite part, everybody. I was really happy when I found out that Artificers get something called a Steel Defender. Which I allowed because of his description of this beautiful thing. Yeah, so I I was looking at pictures, and Steel Defenders are like, you know, they look like giant metal centurions or like dire wolves kind of thing. Anthony, picture Wally with that little like, electricity globe on top when you put your hands on it and the lightning goes to different places. That's the head. Um, with an eyeball in the middle. With, a, with like, a big, with a, like a big, almost googly eyeball in the yeah. center. Um, and then uh, he's got um, two kind of, like, cliche robot arms. One is, like, a, um, a watering can, and then the <laughs> other is, like, this um, little two-piece vice grip. Yeah. And then he's got little treads for um, for movement, but he can um, like suck them up into himself. Oh, and then, hate that description. Okay, he can retract them. <laughs> Thank you. And then um, like kind of set out <laughs> these. Retract that statement. Yeah. Holy crap! Uh, he can set out these two little kind of uh, stubby robot feet to yeah. waddle around. So imagine. Wally with one of his arms being a watering can and his head is like a, an electric globe with a, an adorable eyeball in the middle. We might post a photo on our Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we will. Uh, we will post a story. <laughs> I by no means an artist, but you'll get the picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty adorable. Um, so Anthony doesn't really talk because he doesn't have a mouth, but he makes little bzz, bzz, bzz noises so yeah you like you yeah. know like tesla coils you can change the frequency he's able to do that to some extent yeah. but it does sound like it's underwater yeah okay um i don't know how i'm gonna be able to make him sound like he's underwater but i'll do my best your bzz bzz was fine <laughs> thank you so we begin 
The night of the attack. We begin hours after the attack on yourself and your farm. Anthony tries for a few hours to drag you to the tool shed on the outskirts of the now-ruined crops. However, seeing as he's, like, approximately four feet tall and one of his arms is a watering can, he's mostly unsuccessful, and now you have, like, a grass-like carpet burn on your face from being dragged. Jeez. <laughs> um, and you lose two HP <laughs> automatically just from that. Um, I'm, right. I'm so gracious. Um, you... You guess that you've been unconscious for approximately four hours by looking at the position of the moon. You realize you're lucky to be alive, but your eye is gone. And so that didn't fit exactly with the story that I had, but I'm... Okay. We're gonna say that Silas, because there's no other way that I could do this, we're gonna say that Silas quickly comes up with something to replace his eye and mend it. So he's gonna take, like, an hour to do that, maybe. Okay. Um, so you do have your robotic eye, and he's made it work. Because he's already, ha- like, somewhat cybernetic. So well, no, works. the whole cybernetic part came after the attack. This was yeah. him cobbling it up after, like, his arm and his eye. Was, okay. Yeah. Well, he's gonna do that for okay. a few hours. So, you guess that you've been, uh... Unconscious for approximately four hours, you're lucky to be alive. The air smells burnt and dry, and your throat feels burned from smoke inhalation. Your head pounds from being hit, and then a thought hits you. You have no clue what has truly transpired here. Was that Remy? If it wasn't, why did it look so uncanny, and why did it come to the farm? Why did it leave you alive? You sit in this mostly untouched tool shed as you begin to think of what your next move should be. What do you do? I think the shock of, again, like some kind of resemblance to Remy and the creature is what shook him more than like all the destruction and stuff. So can I make an insight check to see if I could figure out what about the creature reminded me of my wife? Yes, of course. Uh, I said insight, right? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) great. 13. Okay, that's not terrible. On a 13, you realize that for the most part, it looked exactly like Remy, but the eyes, those were not Remy's eyes. Those eyes, you can still picture them perfectly, and those were not her eyes, and that's what makes you think that wasn't Remy. Okay, so this, so this creature was... Yeah, it's... Similar to her in every way, except for the eyes. Okay. So it was human size, human build, just the exact physique of my wife, but the eyes were not the same. They were different. So Remy's eyes normally are light blue. These eyes were black. Okay. Like... The So not like the whole eye itself was black. Like, there's the white of the eye, but then the color, the iris of the eye... And the pupil were one, essentially. Just like a two black it, orbs. Yeah, looked like right. just black eyes. And um, she had beautiful blue eyes, so you were like, mm. mm-hmm. well, she is. Um, she is an Azamar. She like, is. She she is a full Azamar. Okay, can I? I guess what kind of have to be there with her? I was gonna say, could I do an Arcana check to see if I'd like? You could do an Arcana check to see if there's any magic left over. Like I was gonna say, like any anything? kind of like corruption. You don't or have to detect magic, do you, as an artificer? Uh, no. No. It would just. Okay. But I, you have pretty good Arcana. Yeah. Okay. 
Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen. Um. Okay. You don't sense. You don't sense any like funky magic here. Um. You. What can I say? <laughs> you don't sense. Actually, no. You don't sense any funky magic. Really. You sense Anthony's magic because Anthony is technically a robot, but he's only alive due to the fact that he's magically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm in the garage, or like I'm in, I'm in the tool shed. You're in the tool shed. It's pretty much untouched. So just your regular farm equipment's in there. Okay. Um, and I've, and I've been in there just like mulling over pieces of metal and like cobbling, yeah, yeah, cobbling yeah, yeah. back together an arm and an eye. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of what Silas just does now. He put Anthony together. So, um, it's, you know, it's kind of his thing to tinker. This is just like a bunch of little half-assed projects around. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So why don't you roll, roll, roll. I'm going to (laughs) roll. Why don't you roll for me, um, investigate or perception? I'll give it, I'll give you the choice. Investigation or person. That's gotta be investigation. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll for Anthony. That is. Give me a sec. Oh my god! Anthony rolled a nat twenty. The first nat twenty didn't come from me, (laughs) and it came from my robot. Yes, it did. So what did you roll? I rolled a three (laughs) plus three, so I got a six. I am in. Silas is having a rough Silas time. Silas is upset. He's, you know, you've been, you're pretty, sh- like, shaken by what's happened. And you've also just, you know, you've woken up. You're trying to, you're kind of still reeling from, like, putting, having, like, losing your eye, losing your arm, like, part of your arm. Um, so Anthony kind of sees that you're struggling a little bit. Anthony has been awake this whole time because he's a robot. He doesn't sleep. He, so he kind of saw more than you did. However, you are unable to speak to him. So he's going to do, he's going to do his best to kind of, he's going to look at you and he's like consoling you. You can tell he's like pat, he's like patting you with his watering can and like little driblets of water are coming out of it. And you're like a little bit wet now. Okay. Um, Anthony grabs on you with his little claw and he's, He's buzzing, and he drags you out of the tool shed, and he's kind of, like, gesturing towards your barn with his watering can, like, you know how, like, if you, like, were, like, to lift a watering can, like, a little water would, like, spill out and stuff? Just, like, he's doing down. He's doing that, but, like, at the barn. Okay. With a nat 20, you know, like, Anthony is conveying to you very well that he wants you to go to the barn. The barn is in, you can see it from here, it's in ruins. It's been burnt. It's still smoking. Right. All right. Uh, I think Silas is going to look down at Anthony and be like, What I wouldn't give to have a voice box for you would have been a miracle. And then, but... He totally agrees. (laughs) Um, And then I think Silas is going to head towards the barn. Okay. Um, so Anthony's gonna roll out behind you. Um, when you get to the barn, I'm gonna tell you what you see, and then you can roll to see more if you'd like. So you mostly see rubble all over the farm. Your shovel is laid up against the, the, you know, 
rubble. It's kind of untouched. And you're like, all right, cool. I have a shovel at least. Um, but almost all of the crops seem deliberately crushed or burned. And you suspect a few potatoes remain safely unearthed in the ground. So potatoes are tough. Yeah. You can, you can, you, you think you get all your potatoes out of your garden and you don't. They are there forever. Um, you're always going to forget one, and then it's going to turn into, like, 50 more. Your animals. Two chickens named Clucker and Poof, and your trusty cow, Milky, appear to be dead. Burned and torn up by something. Left half-eaten and fully brutalized. Roll perception. <laughs> you should see his face. Okay, wait a minute. So, so Clucker, Poof, and Milky are all dead. Clucker, Poof, and Milky all half eaten. Half there eaten. There is a half. My wife, or something like my wife, came to the farm, ate half a cow. Now, here's the thing. Okay. What did you offer your insight? You rolled like a 13. You remember more than one entity on the farm. It wasn't just the thing that looked like your wife that appeared on the farm. There was okay. something else. Um, roll a history check. Um, Sorry for the noise, if you can hear our neighbors. <laughs> They're very loud. Uh, you said history? Yes. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. Um, you remember the smell of wet dog. So there was... As well as the entity that... Or whatever the heck it was. So, air quotations, my wife... Was there, and there was also my wife. My wife, and then there was also another entity that smelled like wet dog. Something smelled like wet dog. You didn't s- listen. You got your eye torn out, torn out pretty fast in the encounter. Mm-hmm. So you went unconscious pretty pretty fast. But you remember, as you were laying on the ground, you could smell burning and wet dog. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I mean, you'd be one hell of a dog if I tried to qualify you. Again, if only I could understand you. <laughs> um, okay. Alright, I'm uh perception check. Investigator perception, whatever you want. Oh, actually investigate. I'm gonna, I... I'm gonna be like super um Lenient with that, if you'd like. Okay, good. Because if I can afford <laughs> it, I will not use. Oh, perception. was that that was a history check, by the way? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, you you barely remember anything. I have this also, but you do recall Anthony pointing with his little claw past the crops in what seems like a panic. You remember hearing weird noises before you were knocked unconscious. You're assuming that that was Anthony pointing at the barn, but you you don't really know. You kind of went unconscious pretty fast, like I said. So he was panicking and, like, spinning, spinning in circles and, and moving his little arm towards something past the crops. Okay, so, like, I've been attacked. I'm basically bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Anthony is... This is before... This is that night before I pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you passed out. And you remember Anthony was panicking really badly. And he was really scared. And he was upset. And he was, like, flailing his little arm towards the barn, but you assumed that, like, the moment you woke up, he was like, alright, I gotta get you to the barn. Okay. Yeah, so that's Um, not really telling you anything new. That's just explaining another little thing that you remember. Um, so what did you roll for your investigate, or did you roll? I didn't roll yet. Alright, roll 
Oh, that was cocked. Of course it was. I can't see his dice. I'm, we're going by the honor system here. He can see mine, though. Investigate. Um, yes. Seven. Please. Seven is not very good. So, <laughs> you find the burned and abused remains of your beloved animals, and you find your rusty pitchfork poking out of the rubble, surprisingly not burnt out. Again, you're like, okay, cool. So my animals are dead, but I still have farm tools. Great. This is the part of the video game where... What does, what does, what does Silas feel about that? What do you think he'd be saying at this point? He's annoying. Um, I'm going to roll something for Anthony real quick. Okay. Okay, Anthony kind of buzzes, and he's, like, dragging you to, like, he's dragging you over to a part in the barn. Which part? So, it's kind of near the front, and you can see, like, one of the pillars, like, that was holding the barn up is, like, completely knocked over, like, past the entrance of the barn on the ground, obviously, and it was burnt up, and he's, like, it, it looks like he's nudging it. Um, okay, I'm gonna go over... He's also watering it with his watering can. He's trying to put... It's still smoking. The barn is still really hot. Are you gonna pat Anthony's little, like, ball head? <laughs> like, it's the thought that counts. Uh, I guess I'm going to... The thought that counts. He he appreciates that. Anthony liked that. I guess a yeah. I guess another investigation check on that piece of wood. Actually, before I do that, yeah. Um, I want to go back to the remains of Clucky, Poof, and Milky. Yeah. And I want to do um animal handling or investigation. I want to get a better feel for <laughs> animal like, handling. Mm. Right. Okay. Sure, do an animal handling. So you want to know how they died, is what you're saying? And see if I can, like, figure out, like, what did that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, roll animal handling for me. I've dealt with coyotes before. <laughs> Nine. And minus one. Eight. Eight. Torn up. They, they were torn up by something big. Gotcha. You don't really know. Perfectly. They smell real animals. bad because they were burned, so. What did you say? They smell bad because they were burned? Yeah, they were burned up. And, like, it kind of smells like, well, it kind of smells like steak and chicken. Salas is going to leave the barn. <laughs> um, um, well, they're not really in the barn. Like, you, they're kind of on the outside of the barn. They, they were, but they were taken out of the once barn. Once upon a time, they were in the barn. They're no longer in the barn. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I uh, will go back to the, Pillar? the like, support pillar, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll let you roll another investigate. And it is... Because you've gone and come back, I guess. Okay. Kind of like a video game. Where so... You can, like, hunt for something specific. Ugh. Okay. Okay, uh, I think on my way, like, this is outside of the barn, like, kind of at the front? Um, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of, like, crushed through, like, the... The whole thing, like, it, obviously it is what took the barn down. Like, some, something attacked that, and the whole fucking thing came down. Alright. Again, I think I think Silas is still very much in a daze. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think he's going to... I think just because he's, like, very precious with his tools, is mm -hmm. going to, like, um, grab up the uh, pitchfork and shovel on his way over. You're um, going to grab the pitchfork and shovel? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
You take one damage from the burn. Because they're still... You said it was untouched. They're still... The, the metal is hot. Are you... Gra- okay, hold on. Are you grabbing... What part of it are you grabbing? Are you going to grab the normal part? No, I want to grab the pitchfork no, okay. by the teeth. <laughs> well, you can see the pitchfork poking up out of the rubble. It's not burnt up. Like somebody was using it? No. But just like it was like stabbed there? No, no, no. It's the other way around. Like it's the metal part is sticking up. Oh. Yeah. But you know that it's not burnt up because it's sticking up. Like it still has something in the... So you, you can like try to grab... The, the wooden part, if you'd okay. like. The wooden part and the wooden part of the shovel. <laughs> All right, well. you got to be specific about that. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to die. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to reclaim one hit point. Yeah, all right. Well, you didn't really lose it if you didn't grab it by the wrong part. All righty. Um, um, so yeah. you're going to take the pitchfork. Are you going to do anything else? Uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take pitchfork and the shovel. Maybe just do, like, an arcana check. Do, actually, do, do, do investigate. Investigate on the pitchfork? Oh, on the pillar. Right. So Anthony's out there kind of just like he's, gesturing he, to it. He's, yeah, he has not left the pillar. Like, when you went to the animals, he's like stand put. He wants you to look at this pillar. Okay. Where are you? There you are. How am I here? Uh, 15. 15. 15. Okay. You begin to dig around a little bit, but it's still smoking and you're super tired. So y- you... You kind of you try to like poke around in it for a little bit, and you you can't move this pillar. You're kind of unable to. You think maybe if you got Anthony to help you, you could push it over and like look at the pillar. If there's anything underneath it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll like uh, I'll look at um, Anthony and go. All right, buddy, go over to the far end and. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna try. You're, you're telling me to look at this thing, so let's look at it. Um, and then uh, Silas is going to, um, like, jam the pitchfork under, like, kind of underneath. Oh. And then he's going to like try to push down. And okay. if Anthony's helping me, does yes. he give me the help action? He's gonna give you the help action. Yeah. Okay, so that's just basically like advantage on a you check. get advantage. Yeah. On so it's a strength check. Just strength, or would that be... Uh, to lift okay. a, a pillar that was holding a barn is a strength check. Okay. Yeah. Is it bad? That is a nat 20. Show me. It landed on this, and because it's a weird dice, that is the 20. Oh my god. You got a nat 20? Alright, you and Anthony... <laughs> I and... got a doll. <laughs> okay. You and Anthony are working real hard on moving this pillar... And you get it to roll. Anthony's like watering the the pillar because it's still smoking a little bit. And then he goes to help you. Um, His little eyeball lights up um, as you guys lift it. Anthony loves to help. That's his whole life. Under the pillar, you see a large, literally stuck in the bottom of this pillar, tooth. Okay. Is it... It's big. Is it like a fang or is it like a flat tooth? It is like... Mm, it's... You think it looks kind of fang-like, maybe? You're not really an expert on teeth. Okay. 
Um, all right. Uh, Why don't you do a tooth check? A tooth check? Uh, I'll what do, would let's that, call that a medicine <laughs> check. Um, you can do. Uh, yeah, maybe history, just to see if you know anything about monsters and teeth. Okay. You're assuming this came from a monster. Well, yeah. How big is it? Like it's large. It's about the size of my palm. Oh, okay. I have a kind of small hand, but it's that's pretty big for a for a tooth. Gives me a good idea. A good um, idea. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. You're you're having trouble remembering much that might be important right now because of the hit you took to your head. But you know that your neighbor down the road has very large dogs. And you also know he gets those dogs from from a breeder in town who hangs around the bar in the afternoons. Like, you've talked to your neighbor a little bit. He comes around every once in a while to, like, borrow some sugar. He, he really... This is just a man that really likes his dogs. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, so you think the tooth is way too big to be his dog's tooth. I was going to so say. So you've kind of ruled that out, but you're like, it's a shot in the dark. I have nothing else. He likes dogs. It kind of looks like a canine, so. Yeah, I mean, at least it looks like a tooth. Yeah. Like a, from, like a, like a, like a, yeah. I don't know, maybe he knows. You don't know for sure. So there's your neighbor, and you know your neighbor gets his dogs from a breeder in the town, which is a bit of a walk. Like, a bit of a walk. Right. Silas doesn't really like the idea of going directly to a neighbor. Like, with the sugar thing, he's been used to, like, leaving it on the porch for um, his neighbor to pick up while he waits inside for him to go away. You, like, watch from behind the curtains. Yeah, just like... Oh, there we go. <laughs> and then close the blind again. Okay. Um, and Anthony's always buzzing a little too loud because he mm-hmm. loves it. He loves... Anthony is not a hermit like you. Anthony likes people. And he likes being around people. So anytime the neighbor comes up... You know the neighbor's name is Jeffrey Pike. So anytime Jeffrey, Pike. Jeffrey comes over, you, Anthony gets so excited. He's like, hey, it's the guy. <laughs> Jeffrey's like, treat to you, I guess. I gotta be careful when I say it. Um, Sorry, I was drinking water. Alright, so... what? About what time is it? Um... Ooh, it's... The sun's coming up a little bit. Okay. I think... Alright, I think he's just gonna walk around for a little bit longer just to see if any of the crops are... Sure. Like... If anything is left, so um, on the farm, so there's like tool shed, barn, house, and then like crop, like small yeah. So crop you've field. got a barn, you've got a relatively large crop. It's you and you and Anthony maintain the farm really well, and he does the daily watering. So, um, yeah, you don't have to do a lot. You just you do the seeding, and he helps you. So like, it's a fairly large field crop like it's not tiny um mm-hmm. it's enough to feed you for like a year mm-hmm. nothing but potatoes <laughs> no there's a lot of potatoes but you have you know you have beans you have wheat you have some corn mm. you've got a little bit of like a little area with like strawberries and blueberries mm-hmm. so like it's you it's a pretty well 
pretty self-sustainable. Yeah, and you've got the chicken eggs, and you've got the milk from Milky. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, do you want to do an insight check just to see if there's anything Um, on the farm, like on the crops? uh, Yeah, could I do an investigate? Yep. Okay. Sorry, I didn't think about it. Um, ooh, the 21. 21? Um, there's a few potatoes under the ground. Some of them aren't completely mashed. Is is Anthony still at the pillar, or is he Anthony is coming with you now. Anthony is satisfied with whatever he knew about that pillar. He, he's happy that you found that tooth. He must have seen something, Uh you assume. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're just gonna nod down to Anthony and be like, all right, well, any little bit counts. <laughs> and um, just kind of, like, pick up one of the potatoes and, like, kind of... Anthony, in the center, has, like, a... It's a compartment. Yeah, it's like a fridge door compartment. Um, <laughs> Is so it refrigerated? Just, Is he refrigerated? Just, just for, like, reference, it's, like, a little <laughs> box door with a handle. Yeah. I'm just gonna pick up one of the potatoes, open it up, put it in, and just be like... Anything else you find that looks like it could be, you know, salvaged? Yeah, I mean, camp. you find a couple of potatoes, but you don't find anything else. It looks like somebody did a really good job at ruining your crops. Mm. Yeah. Someone really just didn't want you to have any food, I guess. Mm. <clears throat> or whatever it was that attacked your farm. Real hate on the working man, whatever this thing was. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's going to look down at Anthony and be like, all right, you you do what you can do out here, and uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go lie down. He's going to go lie down? I think just to, like, try to lie down, maybe not even to just sleep, but to, like, think things over for a few hours just to, like, refresh himself. Okay. Um, Okay, so you go back to the tool shed? Yeah, you, I think that's probably You don't it. have a house anymore. You don't have a barn. Oh, you don't have right. crops. You have a tool shed. And a, a large tooth. Oh, gee. Before, before I go and do that, uh, I'm going to rifle through, like, I guess the ruins of the house to see if there's anything left. Like, there, pictures. It burned. Like, it is char. Everything. Nothing is... remains. There's some burnt planks of wood that are mostly char. There's nothing left of your house. There's a like a lot of wood left of the barn. The tool shed's untouched. Your house is gone. Why the tool shed? Okay. Um <laughs> All right. Uh I'm just going to like again kind of like hoist up the the pitchfork and the shovel and head over to my uh my tool shed. All right. And... So you're just going to lay down. Yeah, I I imagine that's like a place of comfort now, just sure. for like constant distraction. Okay, so what do you want to do when you're in there? You're just gonna sleep. Uh, yeah, I think just gonna okay. get a little you bit of rest. You sleep. Uh, a few hours later, you wake up. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens while you're asleep. Anthony kind of chills by the outside of the tool shed. He's almost like guarding you now. Mm-hmm. I think reluctantly. You, you wake up. You roll over, and. Right before you wake up, you get a flash of the monster or the entity's eyes in your head, and you startle awake. Uh-huh. All right. Um, it was not a restful sleep. So what do you want to do? I think he's going to spend the next half hour, like, debating, hard arguing, but also realizing that he is going to have to go out 
and yeah. get some answers. Because yeah. he can't just, he cannot go back. There's nothing to go back to unless he wants his entire life to be a tool shed and a few potatoes on the side. No, like, yeah, and I think Silas at this point would feel like <sighs> there's something about his wife. Why yeah. did it look like your wife? Like, that that thought keeps running through your head, and you're like, I have one clue. I have this tooth, and I have the burned-in image of those eyes in my head. That is what I have. Yeah. So what do you want to do? I think, yeah, again, he hates the idea of, like, returning to society in any kind of Fashion, way. Yeah, so I think he's going to... You know, he's gonna grab his backpack and he's gonna throw a few things in there. His um, backpack? Did you grab a backpack from your house before it was burned straight to the ground? No, I'd imagine I have like a like a backpack oh, yeah. or something in the tool shed. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have like a little. Yeah. Also, you have a little bag. Um, it's more like like a little mail bag. Like it's like a like a sling over pouch thing. Yeah. You can keep your things in there. It's gonna and whatever weapons that you have are like you know attached to you. He's going to swap into, like, some older, dirtier sort of, like, mechanic. Like, a jumpsuit? Like a mechanic, mechanic jumpsuit? No. And then like, Anthony gets a magic one, and you guys, are, like, slow-mo walk away from your already burnt-down house. <laughs> and his treads get caught up in the denim. Yeah, exactly. And you just, like, there's one string that got attached to the tool shed, so as you walk away, your jumpsuit slowly, slowly comes, unraveling. unravels. Right. Um, no, he's gonna change into some, uh, some less tattered things. Cool. And then Sounds good. He's, uh, he's gonna go outside and, uh, look it's down beautiful, at... beautiful, beautiful morning. It still smells really burnt and weird out here. He's gonna look down at, um, uh, down at Anthony and be like... <sighs> Jeffrey? <laughs> Alright. And then... <laughs> I'm not sure what he's saying, but that's all you needed. So yeah, I guess we're gonna head to um Jeffrey's Jeffrey Pikes. Yeah. Alright. You head down the road. His house is probably about an hour away from yours. Like it's not close. So you live in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um and then yeah. And then the local town is about two hours away from his house. Let's go to Jeffrey's house. So Jeffrey, <clears throat> real quick, on the way there, yeah. like I'm, I'm still mulling over like the eye thing, mm -hmm. where it it would have pretty much been like um, Silas's wife, except for the eyes. Do yeah. I, as even like a half Asimar, know anything about any kind of like? Infection or disease or like natural can, predator corruption. You can roll insight or medicine. Ooh, could I do religion? If Asmar's Asmar kind of like up and yeah, if you want to see if it's a religious thing. Okay. Eleven. Eleven? You're not sure. Okay. It didn't seem religious in nature or magic in nature. Because you rolled that good arcana check earlier. Alright. Still right. on the way to Jeffrey Pike's. So you're just going to walk down the road to his house? With the bag of sugar. No, I wouldn't have that. Never mind. No, you wouldn't have that. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Um, Jeffrey Pike. 
I'll tell you what you know about your neighbor. Is your relatively mysterious neighbor? You know not much about the man, save that he has many dogs and he doesn't buy his own sugar. As you approach the house, you see various dogs, dog breeds asleep on his porch. A Malamute puppy, a pit bull, a little chihuahua. You assume those are not all the dogs he has. Um, and the little chihuahua is like asleep on top of the pit bull. It's pretty adorable. Um, do you approach? Um, yeah, I don't know if... Jeffrey's never brought his dogs with him to get sugar, right? He... he... yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, he'll he'll bring he'll bring a few dogs. Like it's a it's a mixture every time, but they're always on a leash. Well, some of them are on leashes. Some some of them are clearly like guard dogs. Mm. All right. Um, he always has a dog with him. Yeah. Um, gonna look back down at uh, Anthony. And be like, <laughs> all right. You if if he answered, you stay out here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. play nice with the other. Kid, I don't know. And then he's going to go um, up towards... Well, he's going to make his way to approach the door. All right. As you approach, the Malamute looks up at you through like sleepy little doggy eyes. And for a moment, he wags his little tail and his little ears lower. And you hear a less than frightened growl before it's just barking at you. Like, really barking. The other dogs awake as well and bark their heads off, not leaving the porch. Um, you're a little freaked out. Can I? They don't seem friendly, but the owner does come out. Okay. So he comes out and he's, What are you all doing out here? Oh, Silas. Hi. Uh, yeah. how, 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 how you doing, uh, Jeffrey? I'm alright. I don't need any sugar. What? No, I, I, yeah. Calm down, doggy. Calm down. Calm down, doggy. The dogs are all like, they're immediately pacified. Mm-hmm. All right. Well trained. Saddles, what are you doing here? He's not a farmer, by the way. He is. He's just your neighbor with dogs. Yeah. Like he's he's a regular guy. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think Silas is just gonna be like, "All right, look, Jeffrey. I I don't plan to be here long. I just need. I I need a little bit of help. I don't know if you're the one that can help me, but I." Roll yeah. persuasion. Ten. Mm. What are you? What are you here for? Um, he's gonna reach into his like. Whoa, 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 what are you grabbing there? Like, uh, it's it's the thing I need help with. Okay. You got dogs, right? Yeah. You know what a canine looks like, right? Yeah. I need you to look at something. All right. Um, unzips the bag and pulls out the, like, the tooth. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he, he looks at it. He's like, I don't know. I doesn't look like any dog I have. Are you accusing my dogs of something? He's like, look, I can smell your dogs when you have... Three hours go by, I go outside when you've left, and I can still smell your dogs. You could have 50. I don't know. I have about 25. Well, okay. Um, this is Molly. This is Baxter. Oh, God. This is... <laughs> and 
he goes through each dog, like, calling them out from the house, and they all, like, all right. there's now an army of dogs, like, sitting on the porch. It's loud. It's like some of them are barking, some of them are sleeping. There's a pug, and he's just... <laughs> and he comes up, he, like, he's the only dog that's, like, really interested in you, and he, like, comes up to you, and he's, like, licking your leg. Anthony, Anthony, like, as a gesture, like, kind of waters the pug a little bit. Who doesn't really care? It's like, oh, Anthony, okay, there's there's plants, and then there's there's animals. <laughs> um, he doesn't really know the difference. Right. He he would water the chickens. They got used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so I was gonna look at uh, Jeffrey and be like, uh, "This is this is Anthony," and uh, I know Anthony. At least half the time he thinks she's watering a crop. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid robot. All right. Well. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Listen. I don't know. I don't know anything about big old tooth, but <clears throat> this voice is hard. But you want uh, some honey or I, something? Do you do you drink tea? Are your throat I, okay? I drink a lot of iced tea. Oh, okay. It's really sugary. Yeah. Listen, I don't know anything about the tooth. I all I know about dogs is what I know from my breeder, Gilfred. Gilfred. Okay. Gilfred lives in town. Here, I'll, here, let me, here. And he goes up into the house, and the dogs, like, all kind of look at you while he's gone. Just kind of, like, staring. Can I move the tooth around? Like, do they, like, do they fall, are they still, like, aggressive towards me at all? No, no, not really. Okay. The pug is still licking you. Do you count that as aggression? Um, so looks down, like, I always wanted a pig. Um, and then alright um Jeffrey shortly comes back out and he's got like a little piece of paper and he's drawn a really like little shitty map on a piece of parchment with an X um and you can tell that this is like oh okay so the X is where I am right now so the X is his home and then um he points out he's like alright I've drawn you a map to town and when you get down I don't know what this voice is. Keep going. <laughs> when you get to town, go to where I circled on the map. And you see, like, one of the shitty little houses is circled. And he gives that to you and he says, well, I gotta go feed the, my dogs, so. Yeah, I imagine that takes quite a while. It, it's about an hour. Th- three to four hours a day I spend feeding dogs. I love it! And he, okay. he says, alright, boys and girls, let's go! And he, like, Goes back into his house and like, they're all just like so excited to be. They know what's going on, and the the pug is last to go in. He like takes one last lick of your leg and go, and he like runs off to the house. Kind of like wipes off his leg. Just make sure that Anthony is there as well. Anthony waters your leg a little bit to clean it. (sighs) Thanks, bud. I think even more begrudgingly. Um, Silas is gonna head towards town. Alright. Um, so you're gonna follow the shitty little map? Uh-huh. Alright. You know the town's name is Minima. Um, so on your walk down the long road to Minima, because you've been there. You used to go with Remy a lot. Uh-huh. Um, but ever since Remy left, you just didn't feel, like, welcome. It's not that people made you feel unwelcome, it's that 
she she was the person that kind of got you out to mm-hmm. do stuff. On your walk down the long road to Minima, <laughs> it's about two hours from where you are right now with Anthony. The 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 sun is rising and um, peeking peeking out of like the trees as you're like walking because there's like there's a lot of trees on the the left hand side of you and then the, every once in a while you'll see a house on the right hand side. You don't smell the burning anymore, you know, obviously because you're you're far away from your home now and you know you feel a little bit a little bit of hope because you know that burning smell was horrible and it's a reminder of the horrible things that you just went through and you also feel a little bit sad because the burning was the last thing that you remember about your home as you and anthony are going along all of a sudden anthony kind of freezes as if he's waiting for something like I, had i been walking and then turn around and see he's yeah there? he's completely still not making any noise is his eye moving around at all what direction yeah. is he facing it yeah he's like, looking all around Okay, I think Sal's is very carefully. You might be um, listening, waiting. You're not sure. Anthony, you okay, buddy? I'm pretty sure I repaired you before we left. Are you Are you okay? Roll Arcana. Fourteen. Oh yeah, baby. Suddenly, you hear a faint noise. Um. It sounds like a voice, like in the distance, kind of coming from everywhere. It's a bit echoey. You're befuddled. You're it, and because it kind of sounds more like it's coming down a hallway. Uh-huh. He's like, but you still ringing? Silence. <laughs> you hear that, basically. Uh, make a a little check to see if I recognize the voice. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I have a minus one to wisdom, so it's an 18. Uh, you don't recognize it. You've never heard this voice before. Okay. Um, Coming from you, everywhere, you so I couldn't even... You hear it clearer now. It's your name. Someone is clearly yelling your name. The wind stops. As if obeying a command. And in front of you, beacon sparks. In the air, out of nowhere, flashing sparks in one spot. That's where the voice is coming from. And then from the middle of these sparks, as if coming through a portal from another dimension, um, is a young person with long, bright green hair. And they pop through the sparks as if they're coming through a portal to another land. Silas! Are you Silas? Are you Silas? He just nods a little bit, like... Oh, I have figured it out, Fulga, I told you! And they're, like, looking behind them, like, talking to somebody, and then they look back at you. Never mind, Sidus, you are in great danger. They they mean to destroy your farm. What? They're going to destroy your farm. Yeah, it happened? Who are you? Oh, is this little Anthony? Hello, little cutie. Oh, how cute. Hello, sir. Does she go to, like... Or do they go to, like, touch him or anything? They... No. Okay. All you see is really their head. Wait, did you... Did you just say that your farm is actually already destroyed? Last that, night. That is... What? That is 
an undesirable sinus you must and as they continue speaking they are interrupted by the portal sparking out of control and sucking the person back through and the sparks disappear into the early morning and you and anthony are left alone once again (laughs) should see his face uh, 20 years can't finish fast enough. Holy crap, Miles. Um, um yeah. Arcana check, see if there's you, anything You go around. ahead, sure. That one. Uh, one of the sparks zaps you as, as it, like, as the portal fades out of existence. One of the sparks so, like, just zaps trying to, like, you. Feel does anything? For two, two damage. That's what you get for rolling badly. You get hurt. Right. You just, what do you want to do? You want to keep walking to Minima? I mean, look at Anthony, see how he's doing now. He's normal again. It's like he sensed it. Like, Anthony, I... <laughs> Anthony, you know what I'm saying, right? You understand English. Mm-hmm. What would... Can you try to draw something on the ground? And, like, explain what just happened to me? He takes his little claw and, like bends over, like, almost tipping over. Like, you have to, like... You, you put like, your... have a hand on yeah, his yeah. head. Yeah, exactly. So he, like, starts drawing... He just draws, like, a really badly drawn, like, pointy circle. And then in the middle is a smiley face. Well, that tracks. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Anthony. <laughs> You're actually a better artist than our neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah, just keep going towards. <laughs> he like he's like oh sick burn. You can tell that that's what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he like shaking his little vice grip? <laughs> yeah, he's like that. That was pretty good. He's giving you like the Anthony version of finger guns. <laughs> oh, God. okay. Um. Right. So yeah, heading towards Gerald. What was his name? Gilfred. Gilfred. Yeah. Okay. The audio might have changed a little bit. I just opened our door a little bit. Um, alright. There's a small town a couple hours north of here, and you know it. And you know that it has a general store, a little inn which doubles as the local brew house. Mostly it's houses and roads. Some people have businesses out of their own homes, like the local barbershop and the local dog breeder. You arrive around midday. A little past midday. You're utterly exhausted and had to take multiple sit-downs to eat wild strawberries growing on the side of the road while I'm getting here. Um, Anthony waters the strawberries clean for you to eat eat them. And how does Silas feel about coming back into town? Almost like re-entering society. I think he's feeling pretty tight in the chest. Um, Mm. Just trying to, like, keep Anthony next to him and, like, avoid any kind of eye contact, but also, like, darting up to see if he knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he... I think he makes his way like that. Um, first towards, like, the actual, um, like, dog breeder place. He's gonna go straight there? Yeah. Surrounding the town are massive trees, a little river that runs through the edge of town. In the center of the town is a beautiful, beautiful community garden. Children skip through the rows of vegetables and plants with their little baskets full of goods. Their dogs running playfully behind them. Parents and their partners sitting at the edges in wooden chairs and they chat over their morning tea. Roll perception for me. Nine. 
You look to your right and you see Daisy's Brew House and Inn. You see that, you know, it has a little patio outside and it's populated by the lunch rush. Um, it's a relatively large wooden cabin style building with a big pointy triangle roof. Vines have crept up their ways up the walls over time and flowers seem to be encouraged to bloom all over the property. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to the dog breeder. Yeah, you're walking around. Okay. You, the map is really badly drawn, I will add. Right. So I think you're just going to hand it over to Anthony and be like, hey, why don't you figure out where we're going? He flips it upside down and it gets a little wet because of the watering can. He like almost, he goes to water it and then he's like, no, I shouldn't do that. But he gets a little bit of water on it. Well, yeah, like it's, as soon as it leaves Silas's hand, he's like, I've, I've never seen it. It does not exist anymore. The map? Yeah. Well, You're me... not going to use the map? Well, if it's okay, like, uh, so poorly drawn. Anthony puts it in his little compartment. He's confused. He doesn't understand what you want him to do. All right, You're I a little will... lost. I will take it back and try to work with Jeffrey's artistic ability. Okay. You walk around. You're, you're kind of where you think it is. You're using the community garden as like a... A benchmark, almost. Mm. Like, okay, if I go left here and then I go right, I should be there. You can't find it. All the houses kind of look the same. All right. You really don't know. But I know where the inn is, so I will... Head... You do, yeah. It's... Take a deep breath The and inn is the there. largest building in town. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Deep breath, and then... Is... Anthony has been in town before. Cause, like, I built no, he's after... like he's loving this. He's like looking around. He sees the children. Like at one point, like he's like wandered off, like to go like look at the garden, and he's like watering the community garden a little bit. And you're like Anthony, you gotta focus. Stay next to me. Like, more, he... more so for Silas's sake than Anthony's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um... he he kind of realizes he's like, oh, okay, I'll come back over. All right, roll perception as you walk inside the inn. Two. Two. Um, alright, well, what's your what's your passive perception? Uh, nine. Nine? Jeez, that's really bad. What's your wisdom? Nine. Yeah. Minus one. Yeah, okay, that adds up. Alright, um, inside is pale pink. The walls are covered in, like, framed pressed flowers and, like, those little insect frames with the insects inside of them with, like, the little pins. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge fish tank that sits behind the bar. There's about a dozen patrons inside. It's a really lovely vibe. Um, and there's a bard beautifully playing a lute in the corner of the, the bar. Again, avoiding eye contact. I'm just going to go straight up to the bar. Okay. Um, there's a woman that stands behind the bar, smiling and talking to a man at the bar. Um, people are eating and drinking at the bar. Mm-hmm. There's only one missing, like, there's, most people are sitting up at the bar. Um, there's, like, one stool that's not sat at. Uh, yeah, he'll, um... How's Anthony, how's Silas feeling? Do you... Really uncomfortable. Yeah? Um, I think... I'm gonna roll something. Alright, that's good. Okay. Yeah? Um... Just, just a little thing for me. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, just gonna like clear his throat and kind of fill fill in that spot. Um, All right. And then try to get the bartenders. You attention. know the bartender. You've met her before. Mm. Um, this bartender, you know her as Daisy Clawfoot. She's a pink dragonborn. 
Um, she's currently wearing a light blue apron with an embroidered smiley face around her waist. She, she you know, you remember her as being like really cheerful. Um, she, she looks at you because you've just sat at the bar. I'm going to need you to roll persuasion to even be able to strike a conversation with somebody. Okay. God, you're rolling like garbage. 13. Use a different die. Prefer- Can I? Good thing the DC was 12. Okay. <laughs> you, I, can, you can use that die if you... Like, I'm already retiring that one, and yeah. I'm going to pick up Use a different, a different one, because that one's not doing you any favors. Okay. It's been a long time since you've had a real conversation with someone other than Anthony or Jeffrey. I think um, they're just going to be like, Excuse... <clears throat> Hi, Daisy. Uh, Silas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are you? Uh, do, do you know? Uh, uh, uh where's uh, Remy? You're uh, not here with Remy. No, no. Uh, what was Buddy's name? Your neighbor. There's or Jeffrey. G- Gilfred. Gilfred. Uh, Gilfred. Gilf. Gilfred. Ring a bell, and he's again you're, just like trying to avoid contact. You're in his seat. Yeah. I'm trying to find the voice of Daisy. I think I found it. Okay. You're in his seat. Where is he? Well, usually here by this time. Okay. Well, the, listen, Silas. No one's seen yeah. you for like. We thought you might have been. Okay. Do you know where? Uh. Do you know? Uh. You Chris... look different, man. Where is he? Gilfred. He's usually here right now. Okay. Where point. does he live? He lives down the road. And, down the road. So... And Anthony pulls out the map and like waves it at Daisy. Yeah, as if that will help. She looks at it. She's like, "Is that a? Is that a? Is that a map?" Yes, I can, Jeffrey. I can, I can drew point a map. out on the map where it is, and she like picks up the piece of paper and she's like, "Oh, Jeffrey got it wrong. This isn't." Yeah, I, I suspected as much. Yeah, so it's actually here, and she like circles a different house, crosses out the other one, and she passes it back to Anthony, who puts it in his little compartment, and then like he like taps his compartment. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen, where's where is Remy? You and me both. Alright. It was good talking and then he's gonna like get up to kind of leave. Okay. I think he'll stop halfway and then turn back around. And they look, Daisy, I'm 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 sorry. Uh it's okay. I don't know I don't know where Remy is. Have you seen her at all? No. Over the last I have not seen her in a very long time. Okay. You look shaken. Uh are you okay? Like, what's going on? A bit of a, uh, bit bit of a, uh, something caught fire at the at, at the farm. Um, but it's something caught fire. Yeah, but Anthony took care of it. Well, yeah, I mean he's got a watering can, so I feel like that is yeah. probably handy. Pretty helpful watering can. Yeah, and he like pours some water on the ground to oh. show how helpful it is. It's like, Um, it's the equivalency of like your dog peeing on the floor in like a public area great it doesn't smell listen daisy do you know anything about okay have there been any like reports or anything about werewolves in and around town or the area no but if you're looking for she's gonna pull out the tooth Mm, is this familiar at all? No, no, I haven't seen... That's a big... T- Guilford would probably know. He knows a lot about dogs. Right. 
Okay, well, thanks. What time is he usually here by? Now. An hour ago. He's not here. It's kind of... I was about to send someone to go get it. He's always here at this time. I'm a little concerned. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go check on him, so, yeah. Sure. Go talk to you. And then he is actually gonna get up and, like, okay. head out. Um, so Silas leaves, and are you just gonna follow the map to where Guilford lives? Or? Yep. Alright. Okay. So you walk up to Guilford's home, and what do you want to do? I'm gonna look down at Anthony and be like, you sure this is the one? This is where we're supposed to be. Okay, and then he's going to walk up to the door and knock. There's no answer. You hear a couple little barks after you knock, but nothing more. Is there like a be back soon sign or anything? Nope. Okay, Uh, I guess he's going to head back to the inn. Okay, how about before you do that, do a perception check. Okay. Unnatural one. Unnatural one? I got a two minus one. God damn it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to for Anthony. He got a two. You don't know. No one's answering. But you know, you remember Daisy saying she was concerned. It's not like him to not be at the bar. Is the door locked? The front door is locked. Is there a back door? You don't know. You can't see. There's a fenced backyard. You would have to climb the fence to kind of... I think you gotta, like, look up and down the street. It's pretty empty. Everyone's, like, around the garden by this time of day. Like, everyone's in town. Um, he's like, Anthony, come over here. I'm gonna pick Anthony up. And, like, it's like, it's okay, it's okay, give me a second, give me a second. waters the top of your head in in panic. New eye, new eye. And then he's gonna... He's basically gonna, like, over and drop him on the other side of the fence. Like, Anthony, listen to me. Alright, if there's a back door, come go find, go look if there's a back door, and then come back. Okay? Again, just looking up and down the street, like... Okay, you hear him buzzing from, he, he, he left somewhere and he came back. Um... Did you find something? Can I make an inside check to see if it sounds positive or sure. negative? Sure. <laughs> I'll let you roll with advantage since you spend a lot of time with Anthony. Okay, well, the first one was a lot better than that, so yeah. 16. Um, yeah. It doesn't sound negative. Alright, uh, again, just like... He, you hear some, like, jangling. Right. And you realize he's playing with, a f- like, the fence mechanism, like, the, the gate mechanism. He's, like, kind of, like, hitting it. And so then all of a like sudden... halfway up, and he's like, Anthony, can you open the gate? He's, uh, he's... And he's, like, he's almost, like, pawing at it. And then, and then suddenly he, like, hits it in the right direction, and it swings open. Good job. Um, and then gonna head back... Around uh, the back side of the house. Um, the backyard's pretty big. There's some like dog equipment, like dog training equipment. Um, no dogs though. You do see a back door. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, I think... it is it is a like wooden door, and it's got a little doggy door in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll? Uh... I mean, I guess. 
investigation, like yeah. look through some windows or Roll something? Roll some investigation for me. Okay, this dice is a lot better. Um, it's always the dice. Seventeen. Seventeen? For investigation? You're looking at the store. You try the doorknob. It's locked. You're looking at the doggy door? Wait a minute. Okay, but yeah, continue. No, 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 tell me what your thought is. No, it's a shenanigan. Dude, what's your shenanigan? Tell me. I would love to shenan. The door is locked, and yes. it's a metal handle, right? Yes, sirree. Assumingly, the, mecha- the mechanism, the locking mechanism would also be metal. Yes. Would I be able to use heat metal to try and... Melt the door handle off? Or at least loosen it up a little bit. Do you have? What is it? What's the effect? Um, what does it do? Heat metal. Choose a manufactured metal object, such as metal weapon or a suit of heavy to metal armor mm-hmm. uh, that you can see within range. You cause the object to go red hot. Uh, any creature in physical contact with the object takes um, fire damage. Okay. Until the spell ends, you can use bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. Okay. Um. Yeah, the rest is... Like, okay, um, you want to try to melt the door handle? I think you just do it. Is it a spell? Um, it is a, uh, it's a spell. Okay, is it a cantrip? Uh, no, it's a second level transmutation. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so you heat the door handle, and you kind of realize once you heat it, you're not going to be able to grab it? Well, I do have, like, my, like, cybernetic arm. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. um, you grab... It and you can you snap the door handle in two, like the oh. mechanism on the inside, like in on the inside part of the door heats up to the point where like it was loose enough for you to like wiggle the metal and snap it. Right. It's like oh dear, okay. Uh, uh, Anthony uh, like sticks his yeah. sticks his claw through like the now like the hole where the door handle was and like rips the door open. It doesn't rip the door off its handles, but like opens it. He's being helpful. He's trying. Thank you. And then just gonna step inside. As you enter the house, there is a small, mostly white, but somewhat blood-stained Pomeranian that is sat on Gilfred's chest, who you assume is Gilfred's chest, in the middle of the room. Gilfred's body? You don't really know. Could be unconscious, could be dead. Can I make a... Well, before you do anything, you have to roll uh, animal handling. Because this dog is growling now. Oh, God. Okay. What'd you roll? A nat one. A nat one? Nat one. With animal handling? Okay. Where is that? Animal handling. Oh. Minus one. Oh. I got oh my zero. God. Well, that's not good. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna make Anthony roll. Anthony got a 19. What's Anthony's stats? Um, Anthony... Well, what would that... He got a 19 it was on animal the handling. Yeah. Animal handling is wisdom. Yeah. He has 10. It's zero, so it's just 19. Okay, 19. The dog is super aggressive towards you, and it starts, like, growling and, like, barking really loud, and then Anthony kind of steps in front of you and goes... at the dog, and he's, like, holding out his little claw, and the dog stops for a second. And then it, like, goes up to Anthony, and it starts licking his claw. Okay. The dog is clearly aggravated and in distress. Guilford's in the middle of the room. I'm gonna be like, Anthony, can you can you take your new friend over there? 
And he, like, leads the dog. But the dog will not go far from Guilford. Do I have enough room to, like, get down and, like, check for a pulse or something? You can Or can I, like, investigate per- his body? perception. Ten. Ten? You're rolling like garbage, my guy. You can see his chest rising and falling. Okay, so he's alive. He seems like he's breathing, yeah. The Pomeranian is... It won't really leave Guilford's area. He'll kind of... Anthony's distracting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Guilford's chest rising and falling, so you know that he's at least breathing. Mm-hmm. Is he covered in blood at all? There's blood coming out of his mouth. His hand... Let me op- I want to look at his mouth. Let me open his mouth. I want to look at his teeth. Ew. Okay. <laughs> So again, just like Anthony, keep uh, keep your new friend. That's absolutely rancid. I'm just gonna like pinch the nose, pinch the chin, and just like open his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Is he missing any teeth? He's a human. He's got human teeth, and he's not missing a single one. But nice teeth. Like you you kind of remark this house. Like you kind of distracted by the dog, but this this house is a mess. But it's unusually, like, clean. Some furniture's been knocked over. It looks like a scuffle has gone on. And you're looking at his teeth, and you're like, these are gorgeous teeth. Mm. And then you kind of look up, and you realize the rest of his house is super nice. Excuse me. It is gorgeously decorated. A plush couch. A gorgeous gorgeous wooden desk with golden accents. Um, dog breeding really pays roll, off. Roll, roll a roll insight for me. Seven. Oh my god! Stop rolling bad. <laughs> yeah, that's all you really know. Like you're looking at the house and you're like, man, this is beautiful. Can Anthony help me out by looking around as well? Like Anthony. Okay. Like, can we we got to scope around. Anthony will give you the help action. You can ro- roll with advantage. What is that? Two. Okay, I'm giving you one of my die. This is what we call divine intervention. Okay, that one just rolled a nat 20, so use that. Just no, but you can't roll job. that again. That, that's You've got that roll, so... Okay. But you're just going to use that one, that die for now. Okay, so, um, yes, I probably did just use that, that like, the, the nat 20 that die had in it. Yeah, the house is really nice. You know, you look up, intricate moldings on the walls, a huge painting of his dog on the wall. His dog is, like, clearly his one true love. Like, he loves this dog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you want to do? I guess... Anthony's just distracting the dog. The dog. The dog. Dog. I have an herbalism kit. Do you think that would have, like, some smelling salts in it or something? Um, Sure. You want to put some smelling salts under his nose? Oh, wait a minute. What? We broke into his house and he's on the floor. Um, actually, I got it. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like wake him up with some smelling stuff. Ah, uh, he doesn't wake up. <laughs> it, that was Miles slapping him. Hmm. Does not wake up. He's unconscious. Okay. You can do a medicine check if you'd like. Well, yeah, I'll do a medicine check. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be DC twenty. What'd you get? 15. Nope. Alright, well he's out and Anthony's playing with his dog. Yep. Um, do you want to walk around the room? Like, do you want to look at... Is there any... Okay, where is the blood on the dog? It's like on his paws. 
Okay, none coming out of its mouth. No, no, no. Just on his little paws. It looks like he was like pawing at Guilford's mouth. You, you do not suspect a little dog like that could probably do that to that. Of course, you don't think so. Can I? Okay, so Anthony is playing with the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's he's giving it some water. The classic Anthony. Um. (laughs) Um, watering like a madman. Anthony, can you uh? Oh God. Can you mm-hmm. can, can you hold his its mouth open? He shakes his little eye. No, he's right. he does not want to mess with this dog any more than he has to. All right, I'm it's covered in blood, ask. Miles. He doesn't really want to. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I guess <laughs> check the rest of the house. All right. So what do you want to check first? There's, you see, there's a couch that's overturned. There's a wooden desk that has been rifled through. I guess the most, like, debris-ridden spot, like, where it looks like if this was a tumble, where a lot of it seems uh, to happen. That's happened. around where the couch and the wooden desk is. Do you yeah, want to like do an inside check? Area. Yeah. So there's there's a couch, there's a desk, and there's a painting above the desk. There's a little fireplace that hasn't been lit today. Um, can I do uh, investigation? Did you just roll? Yeah. What did you roll? Uh, can I do investigation? Well, yeah. Roll the 14, so that's a 16. A 16? This house? Too nice for a dog breeder. Make with that what you will, but... And you don't is... really know how much a dog breeder makes, but this house is amazing on the inside. So this this is the house that Daisy pointed us to. Yeah. Okay. You just assume that's Guilford on the ground. There Can is I... a dog okay, I wanna here. Look, I want to look for a name somewhere, like on a plaque or something, like on the desk or um, like some kind all of All right, you wire. rifle through some papers on his desk. Um, you see, you see a letter addressed to Guilford. On the desk. This is Guilford's house. The letter's just about, like, insurance or something. Like, it's not... You don't really deem it important. Really nice house. It's way too nice. dog breeder. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. Does he have any, like, animal heads in the wall or anything? He has a painting of his dog. Okay. Could I do an arcana check on the dog? Yeah. 17. Normal dog. It's Pomeranian. He's cute. It's white. Covered in blood. A little um, bit of blood. <laughs> I I will continue to investigate the house, I guess. All like, right. Try to find... Or, I want to go to the desk and see if there's, like, any kind of, like, secret compartment. Okay. Or anything. You're looking around the desk. Um, roll investigate for the desk. Nap 20. What? With investigate, that is a yeah. 23. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Looking at this desk, looking at this painting, which was clearly commissioned, unless Guilford is an artist, you get the sense that Guilford must be involved in something like thieving or scamming to be able to afford things this nice, something doesn't add up. It really seems like he's hiding his wealth. His his home on the outside looks normal. How is he dressed? Normal. 
doesn't match. The dog, the dog has a beautiful gold collar. The painting is clearly one of his most prized possessions. And it's right above the desk, which is why I will tell you that. Um, but I don't find any, like, secret apartments or Not anything. on the desk, no. Alright. Um, check behind the painting. Roll me perception. Actually, yeah, perception. What's your passive? It's nine, isn't it? Yeah. Which is a lot better than what I rolled. It's, uh, six. Mm. What do you want to do to the painting? You, you want to take it off the wall? I want to take it off the wall and it see if there's move. anything behind it. It won't move. You cannot take it off the wall. Alright. It is stuck. You would almost think it's part of the wall. Can I feel like a draft or anything in and around it? A little bit. Okay. Alright, am I, am, am I like within line of sight of the actual dog? Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to take my thieves tools kit. Okay. And I imagine I have like a little chisel in there or something. And I want to like try to pop the painting out of place to try to get the Okay, I understand. Roll me a strength check. Or dexterity. Oh, that's worse. Three. Oh my god, choose another die. Again. You know what, let's try this one. Big fancy die. Alright, your metal die. Take that one. Yeah, that one's cursed. Alright, um... That didn't work, so... Oh, but I didn't tell you if it worked or not. What did you roll? Uh, three. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Oh, what do I have? While... Oh, okay. This is painful. You, you know it's the painting. Yeah. Well, there's something with the painting. Miles, what would you do if you figured there was something behind a painting? I would try to remove the painting from the wall. What if that didn't work? What would you do next? The I don't care about the repercussions in me would be I want to punch through the painting. What about the logical, sensical part of your brain that thinks that didn't work? What might work? Look for a, a false book. There's no books in the room, really. Not much of a reader. Gilbert. He doesn't read? No, not really. Okay, how does he learn how to breed dogs? Maybe there's a library. Okay. Wow, right. Miles. Wow. Is there another room that looks like it would go to behind where the painting is? No. Alright. I want to investigate the painting. Alright. What'd you roll? S uh, 20. Okay. You're looking around the painting. You feel it. You're feeling around the edges of the painting, and on the bottom there's a button. Salas is just gonna like st hold his hand against the <laughs> wall and just like pinch the bridge of his nose. The dog and Anthony both look at you like, "What are you doing? Don't talk to me." <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have a dog. And then <laughs> you're not a dog. He's gonna push the button. Roll a deck saving throw for me. Please and thank you. Thank you. What happens? One you roll. Two. You get hit in the face by the painting that swings open. Swings open like a door on a hinge. It smacks you straight in the jaw. Really? And it does. Yes, really, really, baby. 
Um, and it's going to do two damage. Great. Yeah. Should have thought about that before you open somebody else's painting. It's it literally just the force of it opening and hitting you in the face. Because it's a ginormous painting. And you realize as it opens, it is part of the wall. Like, this is why you couldn't pry it open. It is the wall. <laughs> and it just looks like a painting on the outside. How big is this? It is about the size, of, like, half of a door. I was picturing, like, a frame. Yeah, it's a framed painting on the wall. It's a large painting. Okay. I said large, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's about half the size of a door. So it hits you in the face, you're a little bit like, oh my god, what does Silas do when he gets hit in the face? Um, yeah, just like, ah, I think I deserve that. <laughs> um, um, painting's open, though. I'm gonna walk through. You can't walk through. Sorry, I will describe to you what you see. Painting swings open. You get hit. Ouch. Um, Anthony comes over and he starts watering you a little bit to make you feel better. He thinks that that's what's going to help. The dog comes over and starts licking your leg where the water is. It's chaos. <laughs> Guilford groans a little bit, but he's still unconscious. The dog goes over and licks him in the face. You look at where the pa- what the painting revealed, and you see a strong box in the wall. How big? That size of a microwave using household objects. To, yeah, it's about that big. It's about the size of a microwave. Alright. Is it bolted down or is it just sitting there? It is absolutely bolted into the wall. You know you won't be able to get that out. And you're gonna Is there a code on it? Yes. What kind? It is a digit code. The punch numbers in. Advanced. Yes, it is very advanced. That is you're looking around this house and you're thinking, yeah, this guy has money. And he has a strong box. Normal people don't really have strong boxes. Alright. Um I'm going to I'm gonna look around and see if there's any like numbers of interest. Roll me Roll me a perception check. If you would. Not one. There's not one. Not one. Not one. Perception? Zero. Alright, let's see what Anthony rolls. <laughs> What's Anthony's perception? Anthony's perception, um, if he is... It's it's zero. Okay, um, you rolled a 12. Anthony's been playing with the dog a little bit. And then he's like buzzing a lot at the dog. He like like gesturing to the dog? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go and kneel, kneel by Anthony and the dog. Okay, roll animal handling. I'm not going near it. No, I'm just like kneeling. No, you're near it. Roll animal handling. This dog doesn't like you. Roll that one. What is it? Eighteen. All right, the dog's okay with you now. <laughs> um, the dog was a little bit. He was licking your leg earlier, only because Anthony was watering it, and the, you get the feeling this dog's been here for a little while without food or water. Like Gilford's been unconscious for a while. Is there, like, dog food around? Uh, you don't know. This isn't your house. I'm gonna root some cabinets to see if I can find some All dog right, food. Alright, that's real pretty quick. rude. Um, <laughs> you root through, you find some dog food. Alright, I pour some for the dog. <laughs> and I'm assuming while it eats? Is yeah. it eating? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's eating. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go to Anthony and be like, Anthony, can you show me the dog tag? 
He um, takes the little tag on the dog and shows it to you. Mm-hmm. What does it say? Um, it says the name Plushy. Plushy. Wow. Okay. Anthony flips it over, and you see four nine two two on the back of the collar. All right. Yeah, me too, buddy. And he's gonna <laughs> go over and um, he's gonna go over and punch that into the strong box. Okay, you do that. Um, um, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. I'm going to try to use my thieves tools again. Tell me exactly what it. you do when you punch the number in. So I, I'm assuming it's like a, like a, like a... There's numbers. Uh-huh. There's a, a tiny little, like, um, not digital. It's like an analog thing that, like, the numbers will appear as you punch it in on, like, a little screen that isn't really a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then there's an enter button. Four, nine, two, two, enter. Nothing happens. I'm going to hit nine four times and then two twice. Enter. Nothing happens. You can do it. Insight. Roll insight. Nat 20. You joking? Let me see. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. He did roll a nat 20. All right. You think, oh, it didn't work putting the numbers in forwards. 2294. It opens! <laughs> I made it a little too complicated, I'm sorry. No, I could have tried it backwards easily enough. Yeah, but instead you tried four nines and two twos. <laughs> All right, inside the strong box, you see, so it, it swings open. Inside, you see a little letter, a golden ring. 30 gold coins, and two rubies. I just joined a drug transaction, didn't I? And you want to read the letter? I want to read the letter. All right, let me get this letter. So you pick up the letter, and it says, Guilford, Dayum tells me that you are no longer providing your services. A dog died last week in action, and we require a new one. I will bring the male by tomorrow to stay until the job is done. You have until then to fetch the female and to reply to this message. These death dogs are important to our cause, and I sincerely hope you'll reconsider. And it's signed M.V. M.V. Who is the name that they mentioned in the beginning? Guilford. Guilford. The other one. Dayom. Dayom. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It sounds like Dayom. D a i o m. D a o m. Dayom. 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 You finish reading the letter, and suddenly, you hear sparks behind you, like the sound that like um a a a a, a, a lighter makes when you're trying to like when it's like out and you keep trying, uh-huh. and you turn around. And the green-haired person pops their head back through a portal, which has now reappeared behind you, floating straight over Guilford's unconscious body on the ground. 
Um, so it's floating above Guilford. Sorry about that. Listen, find me in the forest. I can't keep opening these portals. I am tired and my roots are coming in, so I have to fix that pronto. Yes. Yes, Fulga, I know. Look, come find me in the forest and I will... And then the portal, the portal suddenly shuts with a snap. And then outside in the town, you hear a shrill scream and a loud, ferocious bark. All right. I'm going to... Plushy, um, the, the Pomeranian, like, hides under the couch that is overturned. So it doesn't really hide very well. He's afraid. That dog's covered in blood. I almost feel like it could be helpful. I think the dog could be helpful, but I will leave it alone mm-hmm. and look to look to Anthony. Be like, all right, uh, let. Do you want to stay here? Or do you want to come with me? <laughs> okay, let's go. And um, going to head out to investigate El Shriek. El Shrieko, you can go through the front door. You can just unlock it from the inside. Yeah. So you go out. You want to head towards where you think it's coming from? Mm-hmm. In the center of town, snarling, drooling, and staring straight into your eyes is a ginormous two-headed dog, and it begins to stalk towards your roll initiative. What'd you get? What do you add to initiative? You add your dex to initiative. Oh, lovely. Ten. So you're going to go last. Oh, Anthony's going to roll as well, because Anthony has an attack, does he? Can Anthony help you in combat? No, kind of. Kind of? He has a... I'll put him in the n- initiative order. Okay, Anthony rolled the best. Anthony will do what you say, so for combat, um, you will control Anthony. Okay. So you get Anthony's turn, then it's the dog's turn, and then it's your turn. And you rolled perception for me really quickly. Okay. Five. A Five? It's a really mean dog, and you assume it's a death dog. You don't really know. It snarls at you. Do I see a missing tooth? You do. Alright. It um, looks beat up a little bit. Like, it doesn't look like it's in good condition. That's all you really know. Alright. People are panicking. Just need to look up the force-empowered rend, because I think that's the closest thing to an attack that he can do. Okay. Isn't it? Well, force just means that it is completely without, like, any sort of physical damage. Mm -hmm. It is, like, pure magic. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes first. Yep. All right. (laughs) I'm going to look down at Anthony and be like, all right, look, I know the things that we've dealt with have been coyotes and sometimes really bad rabbits, (laughs) but... We're going to do our best here, okay? Alright, give him hell. And I'm going to go... I'm going to send Anthony unto the abyss to do a force-empowered rend. Okay. Um, Which means he's going to get within five feet of it. That's smart. And try... Smart to send your one friend within five feet of a death dog. Love that for you. Um, What'd you get? He got an eight. An eight? Doesn't hit. Oh, is that to hit? Or is that to do- that's that's to hit. Nope, does not hit. Am I able to? Does he have any movement he, left that I can he, send him back? So what is his? What does it look like? The force empowered rend, or whatever um, the heck it is. I think it's like I almost picture it like coming from his head. Okay. Like oh, like, like just sh- like like vibration like and then like sh- this this shot a of force shock wave. Yeah, sort of. 
Okay, um, so he does that. His head vibrates, his eye spins in circles, and then you just see, like, a push of energy towards the dog, and it doesn't really do anything to the dog. It does look really mad, though, so there's that. Um, is that all he can do? That's his action. That's pretty much it. The he only took other his thing... movement. Wait a minute. One. Plus four, plus my... Okay, so it actually would have been, um, what did I say? Eight to hit? It would have been an an eleven. Uh, an eleven doesn't hit. Okay. Um. Yeah. The only other thing is like a uh, support. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. All right. Uh, doesn't hit. It's the dog's turn. The dog is going to do a multi attack. It rolled a nat one. Wow. Anthony's just so dexterous. The dog. Why does this dog miss you? Dog. The heads look like. They're both going for different targets. So one snaps towards you and one snaps towards Anthony, and they're both pulling each other in different directions. Mm-hmm. So it completely misses Anthony. Right. So that's one attack. Um, and it's going to roll again. It's going to run past Anthony and come to you. So it's going to. So it took an attack. It's going to move and take another one. Actually, it's gonna bite. It's gonna bite Anthony again, or it's gonna try. It rolled a nat one, and then it rolled a nat twenty. Okay. I just crit on Anthony. Um, Anthony is going to, um, as a reaction, deflect the attack. Oh. And uh, can he do that? His reaction is deflect attack, which is disadvantage within five feet. So okay. So he gets to roll again and take the right. lower. Is it three? So he parried it. Oh my god! So he like maybe he like he sticks his claw kind of where the missing tooth is, and the dog goes or just like shoots water at the dog. (laughs) Okay, the dog misses, and I'm sad. It's now your turn, Mister Silas. All right. What would you like to do? Um, Silas is all right. So this thing, this dog looks like it's beat up, right? Yeah. But it's still like. Flesh and bone, stuff like that. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Silas is going to take out his uh, sickle. Okay. And he's going to use, I think it's as a bonus action. Uh, he's going to use something called Battle Ready. Okay. Which I can use my intelligence modifier for attack rolls. That's pretty good. Uh, first, so what I'm going to do is as an action. Like, as my first action, mm-hmm. I'm going to use Arcane Weapon to turn my sickle and modify it into a magic weapon. Okay. And I think I get to pick a Oh, so magic are modifier. you Im- imbuing it? Yeah. You're imbuing it. Okay. Some artificial... Artificial? Artificer shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to... Yeah, so you channel arcane energy into one simple or martial weapon you're holding and choose one damage type, acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage of the chosen type to any target you hit with the weapon. If the weapon isn't magical, it becomes a magic weapon for the spell's duration. As uh-huh. a bonus action, you can change the damage type choosing from the options above. So, um, it is a bonus action, so I don't sacrifice anything for it. Okay. So I'm going to pick... Except for your bonus action, but yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, I'm going to go with fire, because I feel like doggy don't like fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks a little singed already. And then... Beat up. I'm going to... 
uh, use, so there's that, then I'm going to use Battle Ready, which now that it's a magic weapon, means that I get to use my intelligence modifier rather than, okay. like, strength and dexterity. Sure. All right, Miles. Um, so Miles is going to use his sickle. You're going to use... Yeah, so Silas pulls out his sickle. He uses a bonus action to imbue it with arcane weapon yep. and gives it an extra 1d6 of fire damage. All right. Uh, then he's going to use battle ready, I'm assuming as an action. Like, I have two actions. So a bonus action oh, you have and two. an action. As an artificer? Is that as a, a fifth level. Oh, as a fifth level. Oh, yeah. yes. He is fifth level, by the way. So yeah. So one action and a bonus action to imbue it with magic and then use battle ready to um, allow me to actually use my intelligence modifier instead of dexterity or strength. Okay. And then for... So that's my first, like, full action. Gotcha. Um, the next, I am going to take a swing at the dog, as I'm assuming it's, like, right in front of me. Uh, you can run up to it, yeah. Okay. Right next to Anthony. So this is a two-headed dog. So what does your attack do? What kind of damage does it do? It is going to do... If I hit, it's going to do slashing and fire damage. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll to see if you hit. What is it? That is... Oh, I'm proficient in it. 13. Hey, you hit. Awesome. All right. All right. Roll for damage. All right. So that is... Oh, now I get to root through... And find things. Yeah. One D four and one D six. You said. One D six. Lucky, lucky. Okay. So that is a three and a four. So that's three seven. slashing and uh, four fire damage. So seven and fire damage does extra damage, does it not? If the object, if the creature catches on fire. If it's weak to fire. Okay. I don't think it is. Um, I don't believe that it's weak to fire. I don't believe it has, like, any proficiency in being against fire either. So it does seven damage. Uh-huh. This thing has already been hurt before you. Um, this is the animal that was smelling like a white dog at your farm. Uh-huh. You you can smell it again. You recognize the smell. And as you, you take a swipe, you take one of its ears off. And the thing is now bleeding profusely. Uh-huh. And it... Is there any, like, town guard or anything? Nope. This is a small, peaceful town. No town that's... Governed by the people, for the people. So it just talks out loud. It's kind of stupid that there's no guards or, you know, somebody who's brave enough to take on dog other than little old Herman B. Crazy how your farm got destroyed and you're one to talk. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I didn't think you would. Um, all right, uh, so the dog... Yeah, you've done some damage to it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then... Like a good chunk of damage, you'd say. Yeah. Do cantrips count as bonus actions? Or do, does it have to say uh, I can use it as a cantrip, cantrip is a spell and is therefore an action. Right. Me believes. No, you're right. Okay, that's... That's that. Some of them can be cast as a bonus action. Um, but it would have to say. I believe it would have to say, yeah. Yeah, so... Or you would have to have some sort of ability to do that. Not that I'm aware of, so that's that's it for him turn. All right. So... Oh, and Arcane Weapon is a uh, concentration, so... So next time you'll have to roll a concentration. Well, 
You'll have to roll concentration if you do something that will take your concentration away. Like another spell or something. Or another concentration spell. Or unless you take damage. If you take damage, you'll have to roll for concentration as well. Yeah. Alright. Uh, it's back to Anthony. What does Anthony want to do? Anthony looks scared. He's kind of shaking a little bit. Uh-huh. You hear him, like, rattling around. He's got, like, a rock in his compartment, you think? Because it just sounds like... It just sounds like a rock rattling around like, inside of him. Like somebody or maybe a something... rock in a washing machine. Yeah, or maybe something loose. Uh, you don't know. I mean, if that force thing could hit, that'd be great. You try it. Try it again, if you like. Um, can he try it again? How many times can he do it? Well, that's just what he can do as an action. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Alright. You can try it again, if you'd like. Yeah, so... Just roll the CV hit. Alright. Come on, Anthony. What did he roll? Nine. Uh, does not hit. Wait, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. How? What because, does he add to it? So it says he gets a plus four to hit for the attack. He rolled a five, so that's nine. Yeah. But, um, does he also, add... when he does it, he adds my intelligence modifier to which hit, is... which is plus three. So he gets twelve. Twelve hits. Awesome. Twelve hits, exactly. Okay, so that will be 1d8. Alright. 3 plus 2, he does uh, five? 5 force damage. 5 force damage? So you you did 7, and now there's 5. That's 12 total. This thing's looking really hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, does that sort of just like push the animal? Okay, um, it pushes the dog into a tree behind it and like kind of crushes its tail and it's behind a little bit. Mm. And it's yelping. It's really mad. Like you have enraged this animal and now it's going to, it's going to go for Anthony. Mm-hmm. What is his AC? 15. Does not hit. Right. Uh, it makes two attacks. It's going to go for you as well. Oh, baby. Uh, it's a 16 hit. Deflect. If it's if it's attacking me? You, Silas. Yes. Right. And we're within, like, all of the three of us are within, like, five feet of each other. Correct. It needs to be within five feet to hit you. Within five feet, um, he's going to give it disadvantage. Frig. Anthony? Yeah. Alright, so the dog is gonna... That was its second attack, right? Yeah, so you deflect it, and it can't do anything once again. It snaps its teeth at you, and Anthony protects you with his... It's a deflect, so he, like, hits it again in the same spot. Uh No, it hits it, uh, he hits it, and it's, like, now missing ear wound. It, like, it, like... You know when you stub your toe and you like kind of like walk around like ah oh, damn it oh. it kind of does that. Okay. <laughs> it's like demonic sounding now. Right. Um, not okay. doing well. Not having a good day. This dog. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gonna make it even worse. So for right. my first action, um, I hate you. I'm going to. Use... Why can't you just, like, take some damage? I took damage from <laughs> a painting. <laughs> ah, that's right. Silas yeah. isn't ready to take damage from something else. All right. Um, all right, so first action is going to be Sword Burst. 
You create a momentary circle of spectral blades that sweep around you. Each creature within range other than you must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Including Anthony. Okay, I'm going to move on to the other side of the creature. So there's 5 okay. feet, 5 feet, 5 feet. Okay. That's Anthony, creature, me. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to do that. So it has to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Let me find its dex. Um, oh, uh, sorry. It has, uh, it's 18. 18. I'm not sure. What do we compare it to? To What is it? What's the other thing? Let me see. Okay, so the dog, um, you do your sword burst. It dodges out of the way while, because it's still kind of running in circles, like in pain, and you're trying to hit a moving object, essentially, so you miss. And you have one more action, you said? Yes. Alright, what's your next action? Uh, my next action is going to be uh, swinging with the... Sickle? Sickle again. Alright. Roll to see if you hit. Nat 20. Really? Oh my god, you crit. Alright, so that's the 1d4 and the 1d8. So Miles is going to crit and you're going to roll twice as many damage dice. Oops, I saw it. You're going to roll twice as many damage dice as you would. So... 2d6, 2d4, 2d8. What's the minimum amount of damage you can do with that? 2d4, 2d8 is 4 damage. Okay. The minimum? Yeah. Okay. They would all have to land on 1, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't put past me at this And you've point. done how much damage? Th- 12 or 13? We've done 12 so far because... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember now. Alright. How much damage did you do? Okay, so one, two, thirteen. Oh, you kill this thing dead. What do you do as you murder it? Um, homicide. I think it's so like I, like I go over and I like the way I have the sickle is like curved like this. Mm-hmm. So when I hit it, it like hooks into its neck. Okay. And then I like bring it in. Oh. And then I like you slice it. No, I bring it in, like, oh, next to me. Oh, close to you. like, hook it in and you bring it towards you. Yeah, and I'm just, like, looking at it with both eyes, like, the real one and the cybernetic one. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, remember me? And then he, like, pulls out the, the fang, and he's like... <laughs> the dog gasps. <laughs> Does this belong to you? <laughs> and I'm gonna jam it in t- back into the spot the other way around. And then um, finish, like, slicing his <gasps> neck. Brutal. Okay, it falls to the ground dead. You cut off one of its heads. The other one falls limply to the ground. Barely missing Anthony, by the way. Like, almost fell straight on top of him. Oh, Anthony... we're fighting two dogs. Uh-huh. No. Because it's two heads. It was a two-headed dog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, it's dead. Both of them are dead. Okay. Yeah. Is one animal two heads? Um, congratulations, you've killed a death dog. Woo! And you now know that, yeah. So, do you, what do you want to do now? You want to investigate the dog? I think, yeah. I mean, I know it's the dog from, uh, the farm. Yeah? Well, investigate for me. Anthony buzzes... Next to the ear of the death dog, just to make sure that it's dead. Did a good job there, buddy. I know it was scary, but I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Investigate? Yeah. 22. 
Oh, baby. You see this death dog has a big old collar on both of its necks. Um, okay. And it's got a little name tag. Okay. His name is Bistro. B-E-A-S-T-R-O or E-A-U-X. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's Bistro. Like, beast. Bistro. Bistro. Um, okay. And on the back of the name tag is M-V. Okay. So that matches up with the letter in the strong box. Mm-hmm. But there was also that like gold and a ring and rubies and stuff. Like, did you take that stuff, by the way? I don't think so. I think no? I just took the letter. Do Do you want to like? Would he have taken that stuff? I don't think. Like he just burst into the man's house. Yeah, and fair enough. It's like I don't. I don't want to cause anything <laughs> more than I have. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm going. Do you think to... Silas would report back to the bar to, to like tell her that he's dead, like in danger, like unconscious? Or I think without wasting any time, he's gonna head right back to. Um... Oh! I just dropped my glasses. You want to pass them to me? Where'd they go? Uh, the right underneath oh, your geez. foot, right there. Hey. There we go. Sorry. I wear glasses and it fell off my face. Uh, I think he's gonna head right back to um, Gelfred's house. Gilfred. Gilfred. Okay. You go back and check up on him. See how. See Still what he's doing. Same. All right. I think I'm going to uh, get him like up and around my arm. Okay. And the dog starts biting you, and you take oh three damage. This dog is not going to let you take him with that fight. Why for, don't you come with for me? For every 30 feet you get with Guilford's body, you will take... You will take two damage. How far is I'm going to say it's 160 feet. 160 feet. Okay, so that's... Uh, 30, 60, 90, 120, 150. So that's 10 damage. I can take that. Okay. I'm going to take 10 damage as me, Anthony, and the dog, which I would think would be pacified by Anthony playing with it. You suspect that it's it's pacified with you just being near Gilfred, but you're ch- currently trying to, in the dog's eyes, abduct Gilfred. Alright. You're picking up its owner. Oh. And it sees that as, as aggressive. Before I do that, you I can roll animal him. handling if you'd like, or you can take the 10 damage. But just so you know, if you roll in at one, it's going to do more damage. I First, I want to check uh, the rattling in... Um, Anthony? Anthony. Okay. I just, like, open up, like, just go down and, like, Hey, Anthony, what? You were rattling around a little there. You got something loose in you? Um, you can roll investigate. Or per- insight, perception. Investigate. Okay. Can Anthony help me? Sure. He's gonna he's gonna wiggle his body so that you can hear the rattling and locate. Twenty two. Um, you find a little pebble in one of his mechanisms. Is it a pretty pebble? Like, does it look it's like, like just a rock? It doesn't look like it's something that it he could have like picked he... up of his own volition. No, no, no. It got caught up in his treads, probably, and got okay. smushed up inside of him. All right, all right. I'll take that and I flick it out. I rolled the nat one first. It's like, well, hey, shake around a little bit. 
He shakes. You don't hear any noises now. Bingo. He looks sad. He took his pebble. I go over and I like set it on top of him, kind of like next to his head. Yeah. Sort of, just yeah. like on his on his dashboard, I guess. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you like the pebble? <laughs> okay, you have the pebble. Um, I'm gonna roll animal handling to see if I can actually avoid that damage. Yeah. Anthony will not be helping you because he's distracted by the pebble. Sixteen. Half damage. You'll take half damage. Okay. But it's still going to keep chasing you and biting you. Five points of damage, and I make it to Daisy's bar. Okay. You're at the bar. The dog is barking. It's barking really loud the whole way, and people are, like, looking at you, and there's a crowd gathering as you walk towards. There's a lot of people around you now. You're trying. You're feeling very watched. There's a lot of people watching you. Children pointing. People whispering. I think, again, just trying to avoid the eye contact. Like, are they? Are we near where that dog is dead? It died right outside Daisy's Inn. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm there, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, that thing, that, uh, that, yeah, that. that you kind of left immediately after, but, like, Daisy and them probably came out after you'd left. and. Um, yeah, I'm gonna head inside and right. try to find Daisy. Everyone's kind of panicking inside, and then Daisy, Daisy catches your eyes, you walk in with Gilfred. Gilfred! Silas, what have you done? What did I do? I, you see that dog out there? The yes. thing is dead. Uh, yeah. Dead outside my property. And it could have gone inside if I didn't kill it. You killed it? Where was everybody else to help? Well, we don't have a guard in this town. People probably went in their homes. A... Stupid. All right. Here's Gilfred. What? Excuse me? Here's Gilfred. Excuse me? This is Gilfred. It's Gilfred. <laughs> Gilfred. What was that you said? What? What? I didn't see it. <laughs> Oh, roll for, I have roll deception. Roll deception. She's going to roll to see if she can see through it. What'd you roll? 13. I rolled a 5, so. Oh, okay. Gilfred. Gilfred! And she, like, takes him out of your arms and, like, lifts him with no problem because she's a dragonborn. And, yeah. And so she, like, lays him on the bar and, and yells, Go get the doctor! To one of the people and somebody runs out of the bar um, quickly to go get the doctor of the town. Um, she says, what is ha- Tell me everything. Every- from start to finish, what has happened since you last left here? I went to the house. Yes. I- the door was locked. But yeah. There was some barking. Okay. I was concerned. So, <laughs> I found the back door. Okay. And yeah, he does have a fence, though. Well, it was open. And oh, that's really unlike went, him yeah. to leave his fence open. Yeah, really strange. He and I go way back in this weird. So I, you were uh, asking me where he lived earlier. Well, I'm old. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, I found the back door, went in, and he was on the floor. Okay. Uh, Leading from the mouth. Okay. And his dog was on top of him, a little Pomeranian 
Master yeah, Deer. Yeah, plushy. He's on your leg. Still, he's biting your big toe. Yeah, Does that... I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he was had blood dripping out of his mouth. His house, weirdly nice house. Um, what? He's a really nice house, and it was destroyed. It looked like he was attacked or something. And then he was he, attacked. Yeah, there was there was this painting, and then a box, and I found a letter. And I wanted to say here, tada, hiddledada. Um, hiddledada. I was like, do you know anybody around here who go who like initials like MV? Everybody in the bar gasps. What? M-V? M-V. It couldn't be. Could it? Who is M-V? <laughs> what did you say? Who is M-V? Well, I, the only M-V I know is Malice Veer. Is the dumbest name. So, <laughs> where do they live? I got, I have questions. Where does Malice Veer live? The notorious thief of the area who runs this section of the thieves' guild? Yeah, nobody knows that. Nobody. Well. Where's your town rat? I bet he knows. Or they know. There's no rats in this town. They're all in the woods. That, like actual animal rats? No. Oh. Like a... Like, like a snitch? Like a street rat. Like a squeaky little rat? <laughs> what are you talking about? Thieves. Local thieves. Okay. Well, they kind of don't like to make themselves public. So we don't really know. Listen. You're going to want to... If you, Are you... Do you want to find Malice Veer? The only person capable is... The only person capable is Lux Ezerold, but no one's seen her for... Years. She's dead, probably. Does she have green hair? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to at the bar. Uh. <laughs> Alright, Lux. Um, so, Gelfred was involved with the dog outside and the... Get Gilfred? You keep saying his name wrong, Miles. Gilfred. 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 Gilfred was involved <laughs> with the dog outside, and it makes it sound like he's in cahoots with cahoots <laughs> with Malice Veer from this letter. Okay, well, guess we'll. We don't really How much do dog breeders get paid around here? I mean, he he breeds everybody's dog in town, but like you know, it's probably like ten a year, twenty gold pieces a dog. Two hundred dollars, two hundred gold a year, maybe from that. Okay, all right. Where was? Just a lot, but like not enough to to like pay for everything you need in life and to have that nice of a home. Right. Listen, I will take care of Gilfred. I will ask him what the heck's going on when he wakes up. I will calm his dog. Plus, he likes me. I mean, if you want to go find Lux, it's a bit of a shot in the dark, but. I can mark on your shitty little map there that your robot's holding. Is there is there like a tourist map or something that I can... Oh, yeah. And she pulls out a map from behind the counter. <laughs> what kind of liquor do you have? <laughs> I've got everything. You want some rye? You look like a rye guy. Uh, something that's not very acidic. I worry about 
sloshing around my head. What are you talking about, Miles? <laughs> like, like, like acidity reacting to metal or something. Oh, sloshing around your head. What a weird way to put that. He, she pours you a shot of vodka. Okay, and downs it. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> oh god. Okay. That's really gross. Uh, uh, do you have like an orange slice to run it down with, or some bread? She gives you a slice of lime. Oh, okay. You can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she so, marks on the Taurus map in the woods where Lux Lux lives, where she's, I mean, supposedly lives. You know she's alive. Well, you think that that's Lux. You want to do an insight check? I mean, you know. 17. You know. Yeah, that's Lux. Um, alright, I'm gonna look at Daisy. Um, is there anything to know about Lux, like, as a person? Like, what, uh, what do people know about them? Lux is... Excuse me for a moment while I look where my information about Lux is. Lux is... Well, there's a reason she lives alone in the woods. Lux doesn't really like people. Um, she doesn't really connect with many people, which is why she lives in the woods. Um, Lux is the greenest person I've ever met. Um, I haven't seen them for years and years. Um, they, they, last I heard, they were in the woods with their assistant, Fulger. Anything about them, Vulgar? Fulger? Fulger? Well, Fulger... Kind of looks a bit like Anthony. <laughs> looks, like, like, looks at Anthony is like... Just a little bit. He's green. Huh? He's got the same kind of, like, eyeball mechanism. But on his arm is a tray for carrying tea. That's all I really know. Anthony, I think we're gonna find you a friend. Alright. <laughs> Alright, I think, uh, with that... Um, Silas is going to... Actually, it's like... What time is it at this point? Um, it's gonna be dark in about an hour. Alright, I think he's going to, um, like, get a room. Daisy looks at you and she goes, If Malice Veer is behind anything, you need to go now. If he's sending dogs into Mini Minima... Is that the name of my... Minima? <laughs> Sorry, to make sure that was the name of my town. He's, that's not, that is the beginning, sending death dogs into a town full of children and people who don't have any protection. You can stay the night. I would urge you to go. You'll make it there before dark, or around dark. Is there a place where, oh, so I can, like, get to the... Yeah, you'd say it's about an hour by looking at the map. Alright. Uh, he'll, he'll take that. Uh, thank Daisy and try to hoof it as much as he can. Huff it? Hoof it. Hoof, like a dog. Or yeah. a cat, or, a, sorry, a horse. horse. <laughs> Maybe a turtle, I don't know. <laughs> Alright. You hoof it, as you put it, um, through the woods with Anthony. The woods are dark. 
Um, you know it's bright outside, but there's no evidence of it in the forest. The, the trees creak eerily, and you hear a few things rustling in the bushes around you. But for the most part, it's fairly quiet. Your own footsteps being the loudest thing. Anthony struggles with the branches, and you have to, like, help him over ever so often, like a tree root. Anthony, you have feet for a reason. <laughs> That's, like, his way of going, oh. So he, like, picks, <laughs> picks up his um, treads and starts walking with his little, like, he, like, wobbles a lot. Yeah, you And know, he trips you know sometimes, and you have to kind of, like, pick him up. Yeah. You know what a gonk is? No. Oh. Okay. Cool. Okay. You walk for what feels like forever, but you know it's only about an hour. And eventually you see, peeking through the trees, a giant stone tower. Unlike anything you've ever seen. It's weird. It looks thrown together. There are clearly rooms that were added on after the initial building was completed because there are full sections jutting out from the tower. And you see a balcony that looks like it definitely should not be staying on in a rope ladder that is dropped down from it. There's half of a door at the front of the building covered in char. But it's a half a door. Like, I mean, do you, yeah, I'll let you investigate if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I will do an arcana check and then an investigate. Okay. Arcana first. Um, this building is crazy magic. Like, the, there are full rooms like jutting out from this tower with no support systems. Magic is what hold, is what is what is holding them. Sorry, I can't speak. Is what is holding them there? Okay, I got a nine. You get a nine. Yeah. So investigate. Just, just, it's just magic. It's a magic tower. Yeah. Okay. And that no, um, I got nine of the arcana. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then investigates. Uh, twelve. You see, um, you go up to the door, you, like, reach for it. It's painted. It's painted on. It's not a real door. Um, you look to your right, though, and you look up, and there's a rope ladder that's leading down from, like, a patio balcony type thing. Um, kind of seems like that's the only way up. Anthony, yeah, just stay there. Um, uh, and he's going to climb the rope ladder. All right. Um, in front of you, as you enter the tower, you see a tall figure in a green bathrobe and a towel wrapped on their head. You don't notice, they don't notice you as you enter, but off in the corner of the room carrying a cup of tea is a little robotic assistant, much like Anthony, but green. Lux turns around, notices Silas as they get their tea, Hello, Silas, you've made it! And you've avoided the vicious forest rats, I see. Good, 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 good job. Well, come in, come in, come in. Where's Anthony? Lux? Yes? Anthony is, uh, down ladder. Oh, Fulger, will you go get Anthony? And Fulger, like, goes, mm -hmm. And he, like, treads over to, like, a little elevator and, like, pushes a little button and it goes down. They'll be back in just a moment. Um, well, come on in, come on in. Silas, I know you have many questions, so please sit and I will explain. And they gesture towards a large lime green chair for you to sit in. This whole place, as you're looking around, is eccentric. There's a lot of plants. Everything is green. Silas, 
I... I am terribly sorry about your farm. What do you know about that? I I was too late in warning you, and I'm afraid your wife is now in serious danger. As far as I know, my wife's been dead for years. Oh. No, 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 no. She's alive. You see, I wasn't sure if you knew that or not, so I was kind of beating around the bush to gauge what information you knew, but I, I see we have come really to the center of a very it. awkward encounter. I would really appreciate it if you did not cut corners or beat bushes. Just <laughs> tell me what you know. Well, your wife is fine. However, she is the captive of Malisvere Underground. <clears throat> Where's Malisvere? Well, hold on, I will explain. I visit your wife from prime, from time to time, but it's never long enough. Like, it's never... I, I create these portals. They're never large enough for me to really get anything through. So I just kind of pop in. I visit her for as long as my portal will work, which, as you've seen, is not very long. Me and Fulger are working on it. And as she says that, Fulger and Anthony buzzing together. <laughs> Like, clearly communicating mm-hmm. and understanding each other. To very satisfying for both of them, clearly. Mm. Oh! Oh! I, uh, Anthony! Hello, little Anthony! How do you do? Wait, you said you talked to my wife? Well, yes. How I long have... have you been talking to my wife? Well, I visit her from time to time. Has she ever mentioned me? What, is, what does she say? What does she talk about? How's right, she doing? Okay, your wife was taken by a man named Miles Veer, a notorious thief in the area who runs the sector of the Thieves Guild in this part of Talamane. I know all of this because Malice used to work for me years ago. And then one day he left with most of my lab equipment, might I add, in Fulger's left arm. And Fulger raises his left arm. He has a left arm. I've replaced it. <laughs> I've kept tabs on him. For a couple of years now, and have kept your wife company in some respects, but she never wanted me to contact you. She didn't want you to come try to save her and get yourself killed in the process. Why does Malice Veer have an interest in my wife? Well, I'm afraid that years ago, your wife said that she'd left to go get some milk. You were still asleep. She was walking down the road, and then suddenly she was ganged up on and they dragged her into the woods and um they robbed her and then they didn't kill her they just took her captive and she says that it's because malice being an azamar himself can't bring himself to kill her but he didn't really want her to get away as a witness so he's holding her hostage yes because of a... Because he robbed her, realized that she, he was robbing an Azamar, and then went, oops. So he's not letting her go because he's worried about the repercussions of robbing her to begin with. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I'm afraid due to, due to some disagreement between Malice and that weird dog breeder, Gilfred, Malice feared Gilfred would spill the beans to the town, and then in turn may let you know about your wife and thus they destroyed your farm to intimidate you in trying to shut Gilfred up by stealing his dog. But Well consider me intimidated. Yes. Wait, stealing his dog? That yes. little Pomeranian thing? What? Uh oh did they not take the dog? That dog was covered in blood. Oh it's very vicious. Yeah. And I like Roll the pant leg up oh, just to goodness. show. Like, oh, go full go, go get my first aid kit. And Fulger like and like run like zooms off into the next room. 
comes back with a first aid kit and she patches you up while she continues speaking. Your wife is now in danger. They know you are coming. And though they have kept her alive for now, I'm afraid they will soon end her life to prevent your arrival. You must go. In the morning, of course, because the forest rats are running amok right now and you don't really want to go out with the vicious forest rats. Did you see any rats on your way here? No, Weird. I didn't. They're usually very... You know what? I'm not going to question it. Maybe they're having a good day. So, they're going... So, the original racial bias that Malisphere had doesn't matter now because I'm coming. And he's going to kill well, yes, Remy he... to make sure that I don't come. Yes, I'm assuming they're going to kill her and then send you a letter or something. I don't know. I don't really know. Remy doesn't really know. She's only told me what she knows. And it's only in bits and pieces. And my memory's quite bad. That's why I have Fulger. So where are they? Well, I'll mark it on your shitty little map where you must go to find a wife. I thought I upgraded. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'll mark it on yeah, you. You really hate that town, don't you? <laughs> this is a good map I, and you hate it. You know it. what? I don't hate the town. They hate me. I was ostracized. For what? Have you looked at me? And she, like, takes her hair out of the towel and is bright green. And, like, the inside of the towel is green. Like, she clearly just dyed her hair. Um, they, they use they-she pronouns. Um, and they... I don't look like everybody else in the town. I don't act like everyone else in the town. They also don't like Fulga very much. He's kind of... He kind of just, like, goes around taking people's tea. Because he's assuming that they're done, but he doesn't really know. And as she says that, he's like inching his tray towards her like unfinished tea. <laughs> no, Folga, I'm not done. You see, Anthony? Anthony <laughs> washes everything that is a plant and a lot of things that aren't. He looks a hell of a lot worse than that. And you see me? I don't have another eye. And my entire well, arm Well, I'm sure the town there. loves you. Then. They didn't love me. They loved my wife. Well, I don't have a wife. Boo-hoo. Where is... Wow. Wow. I'm trying to help you, Silas. Actually, I'm trying to help Remy. Right. I get that. In the last 24 hours, my farm was burnt to the ground. Yes, again, I saw I'm sorry. I was a little late. My portal kind of... My, my machine that... like I can What would you have done? If you were there on time, what would have changed? I would have said, Hello, Silas. Nice to meet you. My name is Lux. Your farm is about to be attacked. Great. And then the same thing would have happened. Yes, probably. But at least you would have known. Yes. I Embracing the inevitable is that much better than not even knowing in the first place. Okay. How about this? You go to bed. And she, like, pulls a bed out of the side of the wall. Um, like, she pulls a bed down from the wall. Mm-hmm. You go to sleep. We will talk in the morning. And she, like, stomps upstairs. Fulger, uh, like, rushes over to his elevator and <laughs> gets in his elevator and goes... And it goes into the top of the tower. You and... Um... You and Anthony are alone in the tower now. Like, in this section of the tower. General investigate. Try to get a feel for yep. what's around me. Alright. Nine. Crazy lab equipment. Big machine. Test tubes. A she's bed. an alchemist? She is an alchemist. Oh, no, sorry. She's a wizard. Right. Okay. She does alchemy, but... You're just gonna look down at uh, Anthony. Um, it's been a hell of a day. Mm. 
No, that's the wrong robot. <laughs> and you're like looking around. Um, I don't know what you've been taught, but it's rude to listen in, Folger. <laughs> that's Anthony telling Folger to not listen. Okay, so you're gonna go to sleep? Uh, yep. Alright. I think that's the only thing I can do right now. Yeah, pretty much. So you go to sleep, and um, you're awoken in the morning by a huge bang upstairs. Um, and then you see Lux coming downstairs, rubbing their head. Um, she's, yeah, <laughs> she, she's like, sorry, did I wake you? A little bit. Okay, I, I apologize. Um, listen, I'm sorry about never contacting you about your wife. I realize perhaps that was not the right thing to do. And I understand why you're mad. She never asked you to get a hold of me. She always told me to specifically not. Until, I mean, she told me she was in danger and that she's probably going to die soon. And I didn't want her to. So I tried to get a hold of you because I figured you might be able to help. And you are able to help, clearly, because you made it here without being bitten by a vicious forest rat, so I really should have contacted you earlier. I apologize. I'm a little bit of a nut, so I don't I don't really have any friends. And Rebby is like my only friend. And I didn't want her to be mad at me. So it was very selfish. I know. Um but here's some tea and Folger like runs in with some tea. And it's like it is a beautiful cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to the club. What do you mean? Don't have any friends, bit of a nut. Only friend is Remy. Wow. Parallel. <laughs> Sorry. He, like, the chugs char- the tea. The bro character for a second. Um, you're kind of right. We we are very similar. And once we say Remy, we can both live together with her. Absolutely not. Okay, I will come visit then. Regulated. Okay, I will send Fulger in advance to see if it's okay to come visit. Look, Closer. you have to go now. Um, I suspect Remy doesn't have much longer. I will check in on her and then I will update you if my portal machine decides to work today. Um, who knows? It might not. Um, but before you go, I have a gift for you that I found a long time ago and I don't really have any use for it because I'm a wizard. And she passes you... A hammer of thunderbolts. And if you'll look up a hammer of thunderbolts for me. So typically, you have to be be wearing a belt of giant strength. And you have to be wearing gauntlets of ogre, ogre power. However, Lux you explains that. And she goes, I have altered this to be lighter. However, it still will be hard for you to swing. So you're going to roll your damage attacks with this item with disadvantage um however you were attuned to this weapon and while holding it your strength score increases by four and can exceed 20 but not 30 when you roll a 20 on an attack roll made with this weapon against a giant the giant must succeed on a dc 17 constitution saving throw or die hammer has five charges while attuned to it you can expend one charge and make a ranged weapon attack with the hammer, hurling it as if it had been thrown property with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60. If the attack hits, the hammer unleashes a thunderclap audible out to 300 feet. The target and every creature within 30 feet of it must succeed on a DC 17 constitution saving throw or be stunned. 
until the end of your next turn. The hammer regains 1d4 plus 1 expendable charges daily at dawn. So proficiency with a maul allows you to add your proficiency bonus to the attack rolls for any attack you make with it. But you will not be able to do that even if you are proficient with a maul, simply because it's a very heavy weapon and you're already going to struggle a lot to carry it and to swing with it. Well, mauls are martial weapons, aren't they? Yeah, but I... I have proficiency with martial weapons. And simple. Yeah, it's not going to... It's not going to take effect for you. Just simply because of the, the nature of this weapon and how Lux has altered it so that you can use it. Gotcha. If you haven't noticed by now, Lux is a very, like, lightning and thunder gal. Mm. Um, Fulger. Do you know what Fulger means? Isn't it, like, German for, like, lightning or thunder? It's Latin. All right. So you get the hammer. Um, Anthony buzzes with glee. And she says... Go get Remy, and bring her here, and I will patch her up if she has any issues before you guys go home. You don't really have a home. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I'll work on that. I will see what I can do, if there's anything magical that I can do to maybe restore your farm. It might take me a little while. Go get Remy, and then bring her here, and we'll figure it out. Alright? He's going to... Well, where am I going? Oh, I've marked it on your shitty big map. Okay. And he looks at the map, uh, looks down at Anthony, and says, All right, let's go find my wife. All right, so you head out with Anthony in tow. Um, Anthony waves to Fulger and Lux as you guys leave with this little watering can and getting water all over the place. Goodbye! Good luck! Mm. Um, and you head out in the direction that this map is pointing you. Alright. I make sure that I hold it now and Anthony does not have it. The weapon? No, the... Like, I, I have the weapon, the map. The map. Right. Okay. Nice, because it was getting a little wet in his possession. So Anthony and you head off. Anthony does a little wave goodbye. And you two go off into the deep dark woods again. Now presumably on the lookout for forest rats. You walk for a while, again. It is eerily quiet. The woods obviously have inhabitants, but your loud crunching through the forest clearly scares them off. Roll me a perception or investigate check. Where's that? There's... Roll me perception. Eleven. Um, it's kind of dark. You can't... You're, like, touching the trees as you walk by, and some of them have, like, large gashes in them, but... Can't really see anything weird. I was gonna say, like, the if brush... it's dark, if it's dark where it's hindering my vision, I have dark vision, and oh. I can also cast uh, light. Okay, well, if you have dark vision, um, you're gonna also notice, yeah, some of the trees have scratch marks deep into the trunks. Some of them look really old. And when you're walking, you notice the brush from the forest on your feet is increasingly having been flattened. In some places, you even see the forest floor. You come up on a large stone building in the woods. It has an allure around the top, um, which is like in castles, walkways, like on the top of like a castle wall. Uh, and you presume from the built-in crossbows at the top of the building that people can walk around the top of the building. Those are unmanned. You don't see anybody. You can roll perception if you want to see if you can see anybody. Like ballistas, kind of like giant crossbows. Kind of like yeah, yeah, but they're like medieval. Is this like a bunker or a castle? Like this a is fortress? like a bunker. It seems like a little bit of a fortress. Yeah. 
Okay. You said investigate? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, perception. 16. 16? That's good enough. You're far away enough that you don't believe you will alarm anyone to your presence yet, but getting closer might. You don't know. You see a front door that is not guarded. A chimney on the top of the building is smoking. See the other sides of the building? You'll have to be stealthy. Front door's open. Front door's unmanned. You don't know if it's open. Like, unlocked. It's closed. The door's closed. You could sneak up to it and try it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna sneak up to it, but I'm gonna have... Like, I'm gonna ready an action with the hammer. By the way, uh, just so everybody knows, I guess, because I know some people are probably screaming at the screen, you can't do that. Well, I, I don't know. I have set it up so that Miles' character can use this without the attunement items that he would normally need. So, like, the belt of giant strength, the gauntlets of overpower. It's all good. Lux has taken care of it. She's altered it with magic in order to... Yeah, so... Don't yell at the don't yell at your phone or your screen or whatever. I'm, Homebrew is a beautiful thing. I've justified it somehow. Um, I just thought it was a really cool weapon. And I wanted to give it to you. So you, so what do you want to do? Do you want to be stealthy and go up to the door? I cannot wanna... stealth. It is. It would be dangerous if I were to stealth because. What's your stealth? Minus one. You could risk it for a biscuit. Don't want biscuit. <laughs> but I might need a biscuit. So that door is... I'm going to go to the side of the door okay. and then prepare the hammer so that just in case somebody does come through, I can surprise them. Okay. And Sounds good. Deck them. Okay. Roll stealth. What is it? Five. Okay. You crunch your way up to the door. Do you want to listen through the door? Yes. Perception. Roll me. Roll me another roll. Putting that dice away because it has done the thing but betray me. And let's stop using that one. Let's use this one. Ooh! No. What is it? Five. You don't really hear anything through the door. Great. Nothing's happening. Smoke's going though. Smoke's going out the chimney. I'm gonna stealth around. To the other side of the building? Um, okay. Roll me stealth again. You're crunching. There's no way Anthony can help me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Anthony's not stealthy. Mm. Um. Is he? Well, he's got better dexterity than I do. Mm. Uh, I was gonna say I could probably have used feather fall, but that's only if I'm falling. Yeah, that's only if you're falling. Alright, I'll just roll stealth. Something good. Please. What is it? Thirteen? Thirteen? Alright, you softly crunch your way to the other side of the building. It's just snails and stuff now. Ew. You see a ladder? Okay. Going up to the allures? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ready my crossbow. Okay. And then make my way... I'm gonna Okay, I'm going to ready my crossbow, mm-hmm. but then I'm also going to, like, have it so that um, Anthony is, like, like, has an arm hooked around, like, the inside of my vest or something. So that he can go up with you? Yeah. Okay. So Anthony's, like, backpacking me. Mm-hmm. Shh! Perception? 13. Hmm, you don't see anyone. Okay. Pretty quiet. So I'm on the allure now. Roll an inside check. Seven. It's quiet. I'm gonna... Mm. So there was the door to get into, like, the other side of the walls. Correct. Correct. And now I'm on top of the walls. Correct. And I'm looking down. Correct. What do I see? You see a door that you were 
crunching over to. You see the the the, the big crossbows on the allure. You don't see any people. So like, okay, is this? You see smoke coming out of the chimney. So I'm just on the roof right now. Essentially, yeah. There's no way into the building through the roof, the allures that you can see. All right. There's a roof. All right, I will head back down the ladder and check okay. on the door. Are you going to open the door? I'm going to open the door, but I'm going to be on the side. So that, so it's like, kind of push open the door and okay. then tuck back. Okay. The door opens, nothing happens. Are you looking in the building? I like kind of like inch my head close to peek in through the doorway. Mm-hmm. Just a room. Okay. Just a room. I go inside. All right, we'll investigate. It's 17. It's modestly decorated. There isn't much here. No people. There's no fireplace. But there is a chimney stem coming up from the floor. I'm going to check for false panels. Or, like, um... You rolled a what on that? Uh, 17. Um, you see some barrels in the corner of a room. I'm going to go over and poke around. Poke around? What do you want to do to them? Want to move them out of the way, see if it does anything, lift them. You move them, and there's a trapdoor. And... Before you even touch it, go near it, you hear voices laughing. Anything? Like, can I recognize any of the voices? No. But they're laughing. They're laughing. Am I able to discern any words? <laughs> Sounds like a chummy time down there. Great. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm going to open the door. Oh. oh. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to open the door as quietly as I can. Stealth. Oh, I'm also going to have an action ready with Stealth. my crossbow pointing okay. down. You have to beat a 12. How about a 10? You have to beat a 12. You don't beat a 12? Alright. The door creaks open and you hear, Hey, what's that? You go check. Alright. I'll stay here. It's, it's, it's Billy. Deception. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's Billy. Oh no! It's Billy. I don't. If they have a buddy whose name is Billy, that was deception. Coming work. Six. You're rolling like garbage. I don't know what's wrong. Take this die. Give me the one you're rolling with. I'm gonna roll something real quick. I got an eighteen. Roll, roll that die. What'd you get? Six. It's you. It's just me. It's just you. Okay. Um, you rolled a six. I don't know, Billy. Well, it would have been an eight now if I rolled that. Oh, okay, an eight. I don't know, Billy. Who the fuck are you? And sorry, I dementia. It's actually Damien, your work partner. You see, no. Still holding the crossbow no. down. Um. A man walks into view, and he has one black eye. And when I say black eye, I don't mean, like, his bruised eye. I mean his entire eye. The white everything is black. Okay. Um. Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. Not the white. His eyes are black. Just the iris and the pupil. Just the iris and the pupil. Gotcha. Completely black. And those are the eyes that you saw on your farm. Who the fuck are you? I'm here for my wife. And I'm going to fire my crossbow at him. Uh, okay. Roll to see if you hit. I'm going to say you get a surprise, like a, a surprise round. Say that again. Sorry, we paused recording for a moment. Say that again, Miles. 
am I able to, instead of fire my crossbow, um, hurl the hammer down there to cause a thunderclap? I'm going to say no, because your, your, your prepared attack was your crossbow. Okay. So I will let you have him have the surprised condition so he can't react or bonus action anything. He has to wait until his turn. So. I will fire my crossbow. Alright, roll see if you hit. Uh, I did roll an 11 plus 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16? 16. You hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. that hits. Roll for damage. So that's... Ooh. All right. Oh, Crap. Uh, that's 1d8. That's seven. All right. Uh, you shoot him right in the arm. He goes, ah! Ah, Grohl, get over here! And you see, coming into view, a large Goliath berserker. This is a humongous man. And he's currently coming up the ladder. Well, hold on. Roll initiative. Let's mm-hmm. roll initiative. So... That 20. Are you kidding? Show me. Fuck you. Alright. Okay, so that was Malice. Oh my god, Grohl rolled a nat one. Fuck. Okay, so you rolled a 20. Oh. Okay, and then Anthony rolled 13, so... Okay, so Anthony's gonna go after Malice. Alright. How much did Anthony roll? 13. 13, so he has a 16. Oh no. He has a 14. Because okay. he has plus one to dex. Cool. It's gonna go you, Malice, Anthony, roll. Okay, you could make another attack. Alright. I'm going to. I see Grohl starting to come up the ladder. Yep. I'm going to throw the. I'm going to use one of the charges on the mm-hmm. hammer and throw it down at Grohl. Okay, roll to hit with disadvantage. Uh, I'm going to use strength. Um, you add a plus one to that. Okay, so the lower of the two was 12. So that's 13 plus 12, uh, 13, 14. 14. This is AC, so you would hit. Okay, all right. Okay. Awesome. So you're going to throw the hammer at him? I'm going to throw the hammer at him. Okay. So it's about 20 feet down. Uh-huh. The attack hits and unleashes a thunderclap. The target and every creature within 30 feet of it must succeed on a DC 17 constitution saving throw. That includes Anthony. Uh-huh. Um, or be stunned until the end of your next turn. All right. I will roll for Anthony. Yep. What'd he get? Uh, doesn't matter. It's a 17. Seven on the dice. Yeah, no, he's not. So Anthony's stunned. I'm gonna roll for Grohl. Grohl is stunned. Malisvere is not stunned. At least Grohl is taking up space so on Grohl the... So Grohl is stunned. He he fall. He lets go of the ladder because he's stunned and he falls to the ground. And he's gonna take some damage. Okay. How much did you do to Malice before seven? Yeah, it was yeah. seven. Okay. Um, I'm also for my next attack. For my oh. next trick. Uh, um, hold on. Hold your horse, boy. Um. Okay. Um. So he's stunned. That also does damage. 
That will do 2d6. Oh my god. Why is it whenever I need to use a d6, I always forget what a d6 is? There we go. Five. Five damage to roll. Okay. So that was my first action. He hits the ground with a big thud and he goes, oh! But he's stunned. But he's stunned. Great. Um, For my next trick. Bonus action. Mm-hmm. Is the ladder made of metal? It's wood. Mm. No one's holding on to the ladder, by the way. Right. Okay. Um, just trying to find something. Alright. So, for my bonus action, I'm going to do uh, Arcane Weapon to turn my crossbow into a magic weapon. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to add... You have advantage uh, on stunned targets, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, Goliath. I think I will do... Um, I can choose Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, Poison, or Thunder. Alright. Choose one of them. Uh, let's try fire. Alright, fire. So that's imbued with that. And then um, I'm going to use battle ready to, as my other bonus action, to um, use my intelligence modifier. And then I'm going to try to shoot. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to use fire uh, in case I set everything else on fire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use... Uh, poison. Okay. And I'm going to try and hit Grohl. Okay. I get advantage on stun targets. You do. What did you get? <sighs> so Miles can't roll. Five. I got... Oh, wait a minute. So that's plus two. Plus three. Plus three. That's seven. So I got fourteen. Damage? Uh, to hit. To hit roll? Yeah. Yeah, it hits. Awesome. All right, now damage. it is um, 1d6 poison. Okay. All right, roll your damage. So that'll be 1d8 and 1d6. Cool. Two and a five, so seven. Seven damage? Yes. To Grohl. Sorry, I'm doing math. Okay, Grohl looks beat up. He looks not too well. He groans as the arrow hits his knee. Right. And the thing about poison is, I think it was like every... It said like every day they need to make a check to see if... Or like a saving throw to see if they get out of it. Yeah. So I think... I don't know if Grohl's gonna last today, but I guess yeah. we'll see. It's like, I think each turn it's like 1d6. So is that your second attack? Uh, that was my second attack. Alright, so now it's Malice's turn. Um, unless there's anything else you wanted to do. Mm, nothing else I can Malice do. Malice is going to rush up the ladder, and he is going to take two swings at you with his short sword. Is he within five feet of me to do that? He is. Deflect. All Anthony right. uses deflect. Okay, so he uses it for one of them. He can't use it for both, and he has to roll, doesn't he? Uh, no, deflect is just disadvantage. On oh, disadvantage, attack. right? Okay. Um, so that's a nine plus. Does a fifteen hit you, Silas? Yes. Okay. 
So he's going to do. Oh, sorry. No, yep, fifteen. Um. So he's gonna do. Da -ba -da -ba -da. Ooh, ten damage. Ten. He does ten damage to you. And remember, you went back up to thirty-two because you took yep. a long rest. I made sure. Yep. All right. So you do. T he takes ten damage, and he's gonna swing at you again. Is he gonna deflect again? Oh, Anthony's stunned. You can't. Yeah. Right. And then that's a... Does a 13 hit you? Yeah. Okay. And then he's going to roll for damage. And then that's six damage. What are you at? Uh, I'm at 16. Okay. Alrighty, Rue. One attack brought me down to half health. That is the first time I've taken damage outside of small dogs and a painting. Correct. Alright. There was a death dog, but it rolled like crap, I think. Yeah. I can't quite remember. <laughs> that was an hour ago. Um, Alright, so now it's Anthony's turn, but he's stunned. What What do I need to get out of a stunned condition? He needs to roll at the end of his turn, so he needs to roll now. Right. Uh, is it a constitution? Yeah. Eight. Nope. Still stunned. Alright, and then it's Gruel, and he is stunned. He's gonna roll to see if he gets out of it. Nat 20. Scroll is no longer stunned. Did you see that? Nor will he ever be again. Yeah. Um, Grohl pops up, and it is now your turn. Alright. Magic weapon is still on crossbow, uh, but I think I'm going to try and hit... Actually, first I'm going to use Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. How much... By the way, as Malice, like, swings at you, um, I guess I'll commentate that a little bit. He swings at you and he goes, Get out of here! She's already dead! Roll perception. Or insight. Insight. Roll insight. Nat 20. You're fucking joking. Show me. I hate your face. He's lying. If you'd rolled anything, anything except for Nat 20, I would have been like, they're not really sure. Mm. It sounded like a bluffy thing to say. Mm. Um, Alright. I'm going to... Dislike you. Hmm. I'm going to use um, Cure Wounds okay. at a second level, which means I get 2d8 uh, health back. Okay. Sounds good. So how many second level spells do you have left? I have one second level spell slot left. Okay. How much did you regain? Um, I got 12. Cool. Back. So that's right. 28. Yeah, you're almost back up to full. Can't complain about that. All right. So that was my first action. Next action, um, Malice is like right there. He's within five feet of you. I'm going to try and hit him with the... Uh, the hammer does 2d6. The hammer does 2d6, yeah. Damage. Bludgeoning. Okay. Alright, I think I'll I think I'll try and hit him with the hammer. Okay. Just a regular melee attack. Okay, it's a plus one. Damn. Which is insane because it's a crazy good hammer. It's like a plus one, but nine. No. No, I will not hit. He dodges out of the way and it says, Not too quick, are you old man? Grohl groans as he's like he's gonna start to come up the ladder on his turn. Salas is going to look at uh, Malice and be like, I don't know anything about you, but I figured out one thing. You are a really bad liar. I don't 
lie? And he's gonna uh, swing at you. We got some deep-rooted insecurities. <laughs> he's gonna... He's gonna hit you with his short sword. 19 hits. Yep. Uh, seven damage. Uh, that's a six total. Seven plus six. No, sorry, that's a six to hit. He rolled a two. Oh. Oh, sorry. He no, so sorry. He it's a damage. it's a seven. No, sorry, it's an eight. But he hit. He rolls twice. Yeah, that was the second. Okay. So. So the first roll hit. Yes. Dealt seven. Yes. Seven damage total. What did I say before? It you was rolled like nineteen. Two. You hit a seven. You dealt seven damage. Yeah. Okay. So that's all the damage he does. Do. Sorry, I was confused for a moment. Back down to twenty-one. <sighs> Woohoo! To Anthony's turn, he can roll to be unstunned. Nat one. A nat one? Uh, Anthony's smoking a little bit. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll be there in a second, buddy. Just try and hold on. <laughs> just, just, your, your pebble's with you. Your pebble's right there. Just focus on your pebble. <laughs> Girl is going to come up the ladder, and he is going to do some fuck shit. Um, he's going to try to hit you with his hand axe. Oh, first of all, he's going to rage as a bonus action. Um, so Gruul is going to do a mindless rage. Um, all right. And he is going to reckless attack you. So he's going to roll with advantage. And, um, and then the next time you attack him, you will have advantage. Nat 20. He crits. That's bad for you. Very bad for me. Yeah. So he's gonna do... There's nothing I can do. Oh my god. He rolled two ones. I can take that. No, 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 no. Hold on. There's plus damage. Ten damage. Plus four. Jeez. Yeah. Wait, how do you get ten damage from two ones and a four? That's six. So, you're correct. No, no, no. Four plus four plus one plus one is ten. Oh, because he crit. Yes. He does double damage. Don't you try to weasel your way out of getting ten damage. Alright, I'm at eleven. Alright. Um, it is your turn. I have to. So, I'm going to do... I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at a first level, so that's just 1d8. Okay. It's my first attack. Okay. Well, that's your action. action. So let's get some health. One health. We are up to 12. And then I'm going to use Heat Metal against uh, Malice Fears. What what weapon does he have? He's a short sword. I'm going to use it against a short sword. Yeah, so any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. I, I guess concentration. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. Okay. If a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes the damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. Doesn't drop the object at his disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Well, I dislike you for this. I do need to roll to hit it because okay. just automatically doing two d eight fire damage sounds. 
Yeah, roll a little the unfair. Well, is it a spell? It is. It's a second level transmutation. I'm pretty sure I just have to roll to resist it, right? What's your spell casting? That is a 24. Okay, well, that works then. All right. God damn it. So that is 2d8 fire damage. That's not good. I don't like that. Stop it. And that is 9 fire damage. Okay, let me do some math here. Okay. He, Malsevere, is looking bad. He's looking really badly damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lo- he's wobbling. He's bleeding. He's crying a little bit. Because uh, why are you why are you here to get my? Are you really that stupid? No, I'm here to get my wife back. Yeah, but I burned down your farm. I thought you'd be too afraid to come. Do you have any idea how resolve works? No. You take someone's wife and you burn their farm down to get them to not come that makes them come even harder that makes them <laughs> want to get their wife back even more <laughs> stop talking and he's just focusing on attacking now hoping to let that dissipate okay so you you did you do your two actions that was heat any, metal was my second any bo- action any bonus actions to come even harder Shh. <laughs> um, every creature. Uh, duh, 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 duh. So you need to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh well, damn! I don't wanna. So wait. Uh, until the spell ends, you get in that one. All right. So, so six. Uh, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Okay. And then I can use a. Oh, is there more? Well, next time it's my turn. He takes um, fire damage. 2D fire damage again. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so it is Malice's turn. So he's going to do something called Commander Strike. So um, an ally uses your action to attack. So Grohl is going to attack you. An ally? An ally. Shut up! <laughs> Does a 25 hit? No. Bitch. Yes. Okay. It hits twice over. Um, oh, I forgot that he was raging. Refresh to say can't half damage for roll. Whatever. Um, so he's going to do... Oh, it's his turn again. Uh, he needs to take poison damage. God damn it, how much? Twice. How much? Okay, so I have to do a DC 10 con save. Get out of being poisoned. I did not get it. Oh wait, I had my con saved then. Hold on. Oh yeah, I get out of it. Have a plus six to con. That's stupid. Cause well, my con save at least. Cause right. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm a berserker barbarian Goliath <laughs> named Grohl. <laughs> okay. Um, he's gonna attack you. So I no longer roll with disadvantage for attacking you. You. Come out of the poison, poison condition. condition. Alright, girl's gonna fuck some shit up. No, he's not. No, he's not. That was bad. What did he roll? He rolled a 12. So. Plus, minus anything? Plus, yeah. Eh. Hits. Okay. 12 hits. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And then. That's. That is 5 damage. Down to seven. All right. 
And then Malice is gonna try to hit you. He does not. <laughs> he rolled a two. That was Malice's turn. Anthony. Anthony, want to see if he can get out of his ship? Come on, Anthony. It's coming down to the wire. It's con. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Gets out. I think so. Awesome. Pretty sure. Because he was stunned by your hammer. Oh, never mind. Nope, he does not. It's a 17 he has to beat. What? That's the damage that your hammer does. Alright. I know. Alright. So then it's Grohl. He's going to try to hit you with his hand axe. He... Wait, why is Grohl going again? So, so Malice is a, is a fighter. A protection fighter. And one of his... Abilities is that he can, on his turn, have an ally use one of his actions. Oh. Yeah. It's called Commander Strike or something. Girl does not. Okay. I've got the curse now. Good. Alright. Unless an 8 hits. Does an 8 hit? No. Okay. Thankfully. Oh, wait! He rolled a nat 1, though. So, something should happen to Girl. I think he trips and falls back down the hole. I was thinking that. God damn it. Okay, Grohl swings at you, and he spins a little bit, and then he stumbles, and he, gra- he goes for Malice, and Malice is like, oh, shit. And then Grohl fucking thunders down to the ground. How much health does he have? And he's going to take 1d6. He's going to take 3 damage. Mine, uh, it's halved. To 1.5, so he's going to... Okay. 2. Yep, alright. That was anticlimactic. Well, girl's at the bottom of the ladder again. Yeah. Alright, your turn. Um, my turn. Okay, so... Girl hits the ground with a... And stay out! (laughs) Or in. (laughs) You. Um, and looks at... um, Malice. Malice, and has a completely free bonus action. I'm going to add another 2d8 fire damage. Fuck you. Oh, wait, actually, I think he... Does he have to roll for that? Roll con, like a save? Con save? I think he does. Okay. I'm gonna roll. How's... How does a... How does an 8 do? Does an 8 get me out of this? Perhaps? Um... Alright, so Malice does not... Pass. He takes two more d8 of damage. Right out the gate. Okay. Which is eleven. Malice. How do you kill Malice Fear? I think Malice is the leader of, of the Thieves Guild, right? Correct. And his name in Latin means bad man. Bad man. Malice. Because <laughs> I have no creativity. Okay. So I think um, for anyone that got that before I said it, you get a brownie point. Mark one down on your character sheet. You get one point. There you go. You welcome. <laughs> I think to play into the folly of Malisphere's lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have the so the heated metal. It is like sear his hands to the sword, and I think it's going to get dropped. The, it though, right? He had to pass it to drop it. Oh. Not passing the check, 
means that yeah, yeah, yeah. he got the fire damage again. So I think... Um, he drops it. Oh, well, yeah. it's seared to his hand. Yeah, so he can't drop it. Okay. So Grohl's down there. Ah! So I think... Oh, he falls... Oh, you want to push him down the thing? The hole? Well, no, just a second. Okay. So um, he's going to... So Silas is going to go up to uh, Malice um, and like kind of like kneel down beside him. Yeah. And it's just gonna like look at look at Malice's hands, like basically grafted to the sword, and then look up at Malice. You, you took my wife from me. This is rather fitting, don't you think? And then I'm going to like Silas is going to flare the heat so that it completely incinerates Malice's hands. Oh my god! The leader of the thieves guild has no more hands uh, after stealing I my get wife. It. I get it. And then he is going to, like, chest kick him down the oh, ladders. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to roll to see if he hits Grohl. Um, I'm going to say that's a deck save for Grohl. Hmm. No, there's no way. I rolled a seven. He always has plus one to deck saves. Um, he, he lands on Grohl. And as he does... What the fuck is that number? What's the lap dies number? Uh, I think it's a one. No, there's a one here. Okay, then it's a it's six. It's a six. Okay, it does six damage to Grohl. Grohl's not looking good either. Um, okay. Gotcha. All right. I figured it out in the end. Okay, so Grohl has Malisphere on him. His boss? Boss! And he's like shaking him. I think his voice has changed. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna shout down and be like, What was your dream as a kid? What? What did you want it? What is your dream? You asked me what I wanted to be when I grow up. What is your dream? <laughs> Answer me. Roll persuasion. Disadvantage. Killed his friend. Ten. No. Ten won't do it. So that's an eleven. No. No, no, no. There's no way. I wanted to be the guy that killed you. Ever since you were born. That's a little <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Your yeah. first words were kill Silas Rimmon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Roll um a perception check for me. Ten. Okay. You don't notice anything. Alright. Um, that was your turn. Mouse's dead Z's. His last words were you and he fell down the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, roll to see if Anthony gets unstunned. He's a 17 con save. Six. Well, Anthony's still stunned, and his he's shaking, and he's smoking. Um, Love that for him. Yeah. Girl is going to put, gently put Malice on the ground next to him. He's crying. <laughs> Boss! Boss, if you come back! <laughs> My turn. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna kill you. And he goes up the ladder. And he's gonna try to hit you. Does a 12 hit you? 12 hits me. Fuck yeah, bitch. Five? Down to two hit points. Oh, fuck. Alright, well, it's your turn. He's so he's wailing on you. You do get advantage on him now, though, because he did reckless attack. Use the hammer of thunderbolts. Okay. Which means for the first attack. Okay. Which means it's just straight 
Roll, it. yep, correct. It cancels out your disadvantage and your advantage. Eleven. You need a fourteen, try it again. So that was the only attack you're gonna get advantage on for him. The next one. Oh, rolls. Sorry, no, you get advantage. Yeah, advantage until his next turn. Right. So. Alright, the next one. You create a momentary circle of spectral blades. I'm going to try and sword burst him. Okay. Um, alright, so he has to pass a dexterity saving throw, which okay. I think means it has to be above 14. Yep. Um. He rolled a 5 on the die, so it's a 6. Alright, that is 2d6 damage. Okay. What does Girl have as a weapon? Girl has a hand axe and a javelin. Oh, and a great axe, but he's using his hand axe. It doesn't matter, I'm out of spell slots for that. Yeah. Come on, damage. That's seven. You did seven damage? Yeah. Are you joking? No. I got a three and a four. Okay. Was that... That scroll's dead. That's exactly what he has left. Oh, shit. Alright, how do you kill Grohl? I cannot believe you beat a Goliath and a fighter protector. I'm at two hit points, and my buddy died. <laughs> or he's, like, still stunned. Yeah. I fought. Um, alright, how do you kill Grohl? Uh, I think I'm... Again, sword burst, so I think we're just gonna have, like, sort of like a halo of swords around me. Mm -hmm. uh, just look at Grohl and say, You should have lived a little freer. That was a horrible dream that you had. You don't do that to people. And then chuck him at him <laughs> and send, like, send him back down the... And he's gonna land yeah. on Malisvir, and the two of them are in a heap at the bottom, and he just yells all the way down, Aah! defeated these two men i'm going to oh my god so you come out of initiative i'm going to like use mending or something to try and get um do you have a spell slot for it or is it a cantrip it's a cantrip okay cool uh do you want to mend anthony yeah just try okay. and get him out of like the condition sure okay so anthony i'm just gonna say anthony's repaired um, the pebble had fallen in between his, like, head and his body and got stuck in something. Oh, he's just, like, rattling again? Yeah. You All just right. gotta get the pebble back out. Well, at least I know where you are. We'll leave that there for now. Um, Where'd you put the pebble? I put it on his, like, dashboard. Yeah, that's it fell in between his head and his dashboard. Okay, so that's it's gonna... That's what the problem was. That's why he was, like, smoking. Oh. Yeah. All right, uh, let... All right, he's going to reach in and pull it out. And then, like, stick it back in his little freezer pocket. He's happy. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to backpack him, and we're going to head downstairs. Or down the ladder. You get down the ladder, and at the very bottom, in a ginormous cell on the ground, tied, tied in ropes and with, like, a thing... In her mouth, you see your wife, Remy, Remit, and she is alive. 
Um, what would you like to do? So she's like, she can't talk to you. Um, so she's looking at me. She's looking at you. She's crying. That's her. <laughs> All right. Uh, not wasting any time. Gonna like find the key to the door. Okay. Um, was that just investigate or? What do you think it is? I think it's on Grohl, to be honest. Okay. I'll check Grohl and then Malice. Okay, it's on Malice. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All um, right. So, so, yeah, got the key. I'm going to open the door. And as you open the door, some little sparks happen in front of you. And through a portal, she sticks her head. And they say to you, um, it, obviously it's Lux. You found her! Oh, I did. To be completely honest with you, I thought I might have to be the one that. I thought you might have. Congratulations! Bring her back here. Why do you want her back there so bad? She's my friend. Alright. <laughs> um, and he's going to quickly undo all of the, uh, like, ropes Remy, and Remy, stuff. Remy stands up, she hugs you. She says, I never thought I'd see you again. I thought you hated me. Why? Did I thought it was my breath or my teeth or you just didn't want to be with you me anymore. You have horrible or... breath, but I'd never leave you over it. Well, that hurts. Well, but... Thank you for saying... Oh, I'm so sorry about the farm. I'm so sorry. I didn't want you to have to come here. Just a huggy pile of tears and crying. Anthony like comes over and he like starts watering her feet. Oh yeah, this is uh this is Anthony. I I guess our son? dog. Let's go with dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> I think he's our son. Anthony. Okay. Anthony Rimmett. Anthony Oh dear God! Okay, Anthony Rimmon, it is. And you all leave the fortress. Um, the portal disappears. Lux says, "Come back," and she disappears to the f to the portal. You guys go see Lux and Fulgar. They patch Remy up. She had a few broken bones. Um, and Lux explains to you that she was able to get a hold of Daisy and that the gracious people of the town have heard about your troubles and they are offering you a home in the town to get back on your feet. Mm. And Remy is super excited. She's so happy. Oh my god, really? Well, oh, I if can't we if we can it. If we can get some help getting my uh, tool shed in town, and if if it's a if it's a town on the like on the 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 outskirts or like a, like a house on the outskirts or something. Okay. I I agree to that. And sounds good. Lux says, "I think we can work something out mm -hmm. to get your tool shed dismantled and brought to no, town." No, not dismantled. Brought whole. You want it brought whole. Brought whole. How do you expect us to do that? An ox or something. Okay, I will look up oxes in the yellow pages. <coughs> Oxen. 
<clears throat> okay. And I'm going to flash forward to a year later. You and Remy are sitting on the porch of your home on the outskirts of Minima. Anthony and Fulger are running around in the yard. Lux comes to visit every week. She brings some crazy dessert with them, and it's always gross, but you guys always pretend that it's delicious. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to take up cooking. It's just not going very well. She's, she's not quite the, the chef that she thinks she is. And you guys make friends of the town. You come out of being a little hermit, and Silas, what do you think Silas does? Or if you still want to be a hermit, what do you think? I think he's still, after so many years of being a hermit, is yeah. still trying to get used to, like, living a very social life. If he's, like, even on the outskirts, he's still in town. Um, Excuse me. But I think he's trying to, like, reconnect with all the people that um, he had, like, known before and try to get them try to get to know them a little more independently of uh remy yeah um which is hard yeah but uh i think that's what his focus is to try yeah. and it's hard but it's worthwhile yeah yeah well that's the story of silas Rimmett. um thank vicious you murderer and dog tamer <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our first um, one-shot adventure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Just as a reminder, we, you know, this is the first time, this is the first episode we're doing. I'm fairly new to DMing. Miles is fairly new to DMing. Uh, we don't know everything, so... We're going to be resting. There's going to be a lot of weird homebrew... Rules, and we will learn the rules. Like, I do sit down and read stuff, so, you know, and I listen to my own podcasts and stuff so thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for listening, listening. <laughs> um if you want to follow us we are partners in crit on instagram and tiktok and we also have a website um and everything will be linked down below in our show notes so yeah and we hope to see you next time next week yeah, next time is my turn, and uh, you'll be listening to Gibby play a character while I run them through a story. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>